I would agree. Okay. We are uh, live, recording, ready to rock and roll whenever you are, man. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 153 of Totally Talking Sports. Uh, you just got Tim and I tonight. Kyle uh, is going to Vegas uh, later this evening, so he could not be here, unfortunately. Um, also, he's a busy man, so he couldn't do it at all this week. Uh, I'm glad he fits us into his schedule, though. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it always feels good, you know? Yeah. Whenever um, Kyle shows up, we're like, ah, oh, I feel so blessed. I feel I feel honored yeah. whenever Kyle shows up. It's I'm great. Like, man, dude. You might have been sick or something. Might have been sick. Might have had, like, you know, a movie to watch. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, we don't. So when he's here, it's great. Uh, but Tim and I hold it down this week. It should be a blast. Uh, we still got a lot of football to talk about. We got UFC 294 to preview. A huge card um, in the UAE. Which I'm mad at Kyle for not being yeah, here. Yeah, that's, like, that's like, the biggest thing. Yeah. You could have... It's tough. Well, we'll do our best. We Kyle, will do our Kyle's best. Kyle's got to send us his picks, too. I got to fucking tell him that. I'll tell him that in a second. Uh, cool. Oh, for the fights? Yeah. I just don't, yeah, he hasn't sent us picks for the games. Yeah, he hasn't I'll, sent us any bets. I'll text him right now. Yeah, t- tell him, send us what, he, what his bets are for fucking UFC, or picks for UFC. Um, I'm sure they're not going to be that much different. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about, and it should be a great uh, great episode still. Uh, before we get to anything, though, Timmy, how you been? Uh, good. Uh, last weekend was drill. Um, nothing like crazy or anything, but uh, always good to see those guys. Um, yep. Other than that, um, Saturday night, I don't think we ended up doing anything. Sunday, like drill, and then we ended up going to Bullies, um, watching the game, and then came home. And then uh, after everyone went to bed... My favorite part, my favorite part, before, before we went to Bullies, was Tim saying... I don't want to stay out past seven. <laughs> I just I just want a couple beers, watch the game, and then we got back here. I came up here to go to bed, or just just like lay in bed, and I just hear Tokyo Drift blasting downstairs, <laughs> and, I'm, and Tim is, and I'm like Tim's down there. All right, yeah, no, Tim, Tim's yeah. not in bed at seven. So <laughs> what happened was because we got home, and I'm like, all right, guys, I'm going to bed. Oh uh, yeah, and I, I think I went bed. in the pantry, started eating some like sunflower seeds real quick or something, and then Brandon was like. Wait, dude, you don't want to have like uh, some of that soju? And I was, and I was like, no, and I was like, and I was like, and I was like, well, hold on, hold on. And I was like, no, 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 I'm gonna go to bed. And he was like, you know, hit me with the, you won't, you won't. And I was like, all right, fucking open it up, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, So we finished that one, uh, and then he was like, one more. And I was like, all right, one more. And then obviously it turned into. Another soju bottle, so three out of the six, and then uh, started taking shots of I don't even know what it was that we had down there, some fucking green vodka thing. Nice. Um, and then yeah, so it was after the second soju bottle that I played Tokyo Drift. Yeah, and I was jamming down there. Yeah. Dude, that's a, such a good song. Yeah, no, it was a great. I, I was like, oh, shit, I kind of want to get better. Right <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back downstairs. Like, what's going on down here? I'll, yeah. I'm down. Uh, but yeah, then Monday I woke up uh, with the most vicious hangover I uh, hangover I've had in a while. To be honest, I haven't drank like that in a long in, in a while. Well, especially uh, on a Sunday night. Sunday night, and like usually, like I'll just like drink a shit ton of beer, and that's way better than taking shots. Yeah. Um, as far as a hangover goes. Oh yeah. Um. So, yeah, uh, Monday I just ended up not going to school. I was just like, nope, nope. I think Jesse still thinks I went to school. 
I haven't told her I didn't go. She didn't ask, though, so don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, I just laid on the couch like a fat piece of shit all day. Um, and then, yeah, just this, I mean, the rest of this week, uh, just school. Uh, nothing crazy going on this week. Uh, next week, though, got a calc test and a physics test. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm confident on the calc one. Physics one, obviously not super confident. However, I've got a personal tutoring session set up for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Fuck yeah. Take the test Wednesday afternoon. That's do all my tutoring huge. sessions in the morning of those three days. Dial it in. Need to do good on this one. Need at least 70 above. If I, go to three, if I go to three tutoring sessions and I can't get a 70 or above, then I, there needs to be a change of pace as far as uh, the degree I'm searching because I need to go through another physics class. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, if I go through three tutoring sessions one-on-one for an hour with a guy working through problems and I go into that test and I'm not able to do it, then obviously it's definitely me. Right now I'm Physics blaming it. Is, is a thing that I think a lot of people either get or don't. I think you'll get it, though. Like, like it'll click. And here's the thing. Like, I, I took AP Physics my junior year, and it was like... That's probably right around the same thing I'm taking right now. And you're, yeah. you're learning, like, kinetic energy, one-half yeah. MV squared shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and my... The toughest part for me was, like, my professor... Or my teacher at the time uh, was a fucking genius. Uh, and so he just didn't understand when people didn't understand things. So, yeah. yeah. That's, like, how a lot of people that understand physics are. Like, what do you mean you don't get it? <laughs> it's so easy yeah, but it's not and so I think your tutoring sessions would definitely help yeah I, think I'm, I just want like so the problem is like her my teacher's like office hours don't line up with anything that I can meet oh I'm in sucks. class all the time during yeah. that like, same with my calc one luckily I'm doing good in calc so like which yeah. is a surprise but I guess not really a surprise I've no, seen it before sure. I thought the physics would be a little bit different but it's still very hard for me um, but you know, so that's the other issue. Cause like she'll teach us the material, but what I really need is just to see exactly how she goes through every single problem to yeah. get the right answer. And she does it like sometimes every once in a while she'll do like a halfway one where she's like, okay guys, this is like the homework problem this. And then it's like, okay, uh, I got you to this point. You have to get to this point. It's like, okay, well, you're you're trying to get me to get to the hardest part of the, you yeah, know. Like you I can set up, setup. <laughs> you know, she's like, what do we know? And she writes down the variables that we know, and like, okay, what? I mean, I also use? read the problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, okay, I can read the problem. But that's that's another thing. So I, I just need someone, like, and I've gone to, like, the group tutoring thing and, like, ask questions, and that does definitely help. But yeah. I think the one-on-ones, especially three of them before the test, like last night, Jesse was. I told Jesse, and you know, she was like, "Okay, let, I, let's sign you up for some singular tutoring sessions." So hopefully that helps. That'll be Wednesday, right before I leave um, for our trip. I'll know exactly what I got on it. You guys so, heading out in the morning, huh? You guys heading out in the morning because you're driving, right? Yeah, we're t- uh, so Thursday morning. Since there's no labs, since it's Nevada Day, which is really nice, um, I get out of my math class at eight thirty. I have Nevada Day. Yeah, next weekend. Next oh, Friday. that weekend, yeah. Well, yeah, but we get Friday off. Friday's Nevada Day. Even Thursday. Yes. Oh, you don't have a lab Thursday. I don't have a lab Thursday, and okay. then Friday... No class. No class. Sick. Nice. So no lab on that week, and then, yeah, just have a, a math quiz on Thursday morning I have to go to. Um, Sick. But, yeah, so hopefully those go well. Um, I think the math one will go really well. I think so. But... You know, got a hundred on my last math quiz. Yeah, no, you're. I, I, I think you're doing great there. <laughs> Fucking Taylor McLaurin series right now. 
Those ones are a little difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Those ones are... All the series, dude. Fucking... No, I so I've gotten the series telescopic down. Telescopic series, fuck me. No, so it's but. so weird how, like... I think the way... The reason why I'm doing so good this semester versus last semester is... Because I didn't, like, necessarily retain a whole lot of information because I was such a bad student last semester at Team CC. But it's the order that he's teaching it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's take, teaching it this semester in an order that makes sense. Or his last semester, like, he would just, like, jump from one thing to another. Oh. And, like, you would forget. And it's like, what are we even talking about right now? That's fair. You know? Yeah. I don't remember most of the series, but I remember the names. So yeah. like I hear it, and I'm like, I, I know, I remember <laughs> hearing... You remember hearing that name. Taylor McCormick, like, I've heard it. Yeah. You know? But I don't remember what it is. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I'd have... To, yeah, it's been years, so... Yeah. But other than that, uh, that drill, football, uh, Sunday was a good day. Uh, we'll get into it as far as me... Uh, Monday wasn't a good day for you. You yeah. get into it. However, how you been? I've been good. Uh, weekend was fine. Saturday wasn't a good day for me. Mm-mm. Monday wasn't a good day for me. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually had a bad weekend. Yeah, yeah you've had much. a bad weekend. Yeah, I had a pretty bad weekend. Uh, <laughs> just, just, just watching sports and being depressed. Yeah, uh, no, no, yeah, that's not great. Yeah, it's not great. Um, but you know, we had we had a good Sunday night. Yep, it was a great time. Uh, and then, yeah, this week's just been work for me. Nothing really going on. Work has been pretty slow this week. It's like middle of the month, so like nothing happens at a bank in the middle of the month. It's always like the start slash end or end slash start, I should say, of the month. Uh, so you get a little two week gap where you get some slow. And yeah, then, it's and like then, so, and, and, and Fridays you, are always busy, but like the last like two days have been like fucking but like the first slow. Friday of a month. Yeah, first Friday first of the month. Monday, first Monday of a month. Yeah, first Friday, first Monday, uh, third of the month, like all that shit. Like yeah. you know, people get their social security. That's when all the fun people come in. Uh, that's a third of the month yeah when most people get their social security uh, you know it's been a lot of explaining shit to people that don't get things right like basic concepts so that's that's been fun um, but the work itself has been very easy so I'm chilling on it um, I got no complaints because it's, it's literally been such a slow week um, but yeah that's that's literally it for me I got nothing else going on right now so uh, let's jump into some, some sports news we did not know we cared about uh, Kyle's not here but Timmy pre- prepared some stuff I slacked on that uh, so I'm just gonna leave that to Timmy yeah I only got like three notes guys here and it's not like Kyle's I don't have like lacrosse and stuff like that uh, but I looked for some stuff in the sports that we actually do watch that maybe are interesting that you didn't know you cared about uh, mm-hmm. You know, I didn't get any cricket or anything like that. Uh, but first thing I have here is uh, Sergio Perez, a racer for Red Bull, has denied reports uh, that he's set to retire from Formula One at the end of this year and remains 100% certain that he will be a Red Bull driver in 2024. Love that. So, you know, if you guys were on the fence, didn't know, uh, he is going to be back. Uh, well, he is sure of it. Uh, we don't know because did, they did sign Daniel Ricciardo. So maybe there's going to be a little bit of a competition there. I do think Sergio is a better driver, though, so... Um, do you have anything involving Netflix in your news? As far as sports news, I do not. Netflix announced yeah. the Netflix Cup. What? Teeing off on November 14th, four PGA pros and four F1 drivers. Is it like two of the PGA Tour pros and two of the F1 no, drivers? No, it's, it's four PGA pros. It is... Ricky Fowler, Max Homa, Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, with Carlos Sainz, uh, Lando Norris, uh, Alex Albon, and Pierre Gasly. Okay, and what's what's the format? What's going on here? Uh, I don't know. I just know. Oh, see, four pairs, each made up of a golfer and a driver. Okay, that makes sense. In eight hole matches, with the two best performing teams advancing to the final hole to compete for the trophy. 
And it's going to be a live event on Netflix. Ah, you know, I mean... It's fun, I'm, dude. I, yeah, no, there's it's nothing, fun. There's nothing serious take from it. No. It's just fun, you know? know? You know, but again, you know, those golfers are probably getting paid for that, right? Oh, absolutely. Dude, chatter Ricky. Go make your money, bud. Making money. Uh, yeah, no, his career is going to start going downhill again. I need him to stop making money, stop doing commercials, stop all that shit. Get back to the Focus shit. Focus on golf. Because uh, he did real good last season. Anyway, uh, next one. Golden State Warriors star Stephen Curry is part of the ownership group that will represent San Francisco in uh, the TGL uh, presented by SoFi. That Ooh. is the golf league with uh, Tiger and Rory yeah. and stuff. Um, so he's part owner in Very the fun. San Francisco one. Uh, so, yeah. Fun. That that'll that, that's cool. Next one, last one, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Roy McIlroy. What do those three have in common? They all, I don't know. They, they play golf sometimes. Okay, you're not wrong. <laughs> kind of nailed it there. However, they're also part of a group that has invested 200 million euros in the Alpine Formula One team. Ooh. So Alpine getting Love some it. funding, uh, buy some big stars, yeah. uh, maybe bring in a big racer or something like that. Uh, get Alpine on the map. Uh, but yeah, huge. That's kind of all I have for sports news yeah. that you did not know you cared about. Yes, yeah. uh, uh, just didn't have a whole lot of time. I don't even know if there's like lacrosse stuff going on. I know. No, lacrosse is done because the Archers won the PLL 25 days ago. I know rugby World Cup's still going on. We can check in on that real quick. I think cricket, cricket World Cup, cricket World Cup is also. I don't know. There's like 500 matches according to Kyle or something like that. Um, let's see the Rugby World Cup. Uh, we're at the quarterfinals. We have Argentina and New Zealand facing off. Uh, we have England and South Africa facing off. That's the semifinals. Ooh, South Africa, England. That's a good one. Yes, yeah, so the quarterfinals. Argentina beat Wales 29-17. New Zealand beat Ireland 28-24. That was a good match. Oh, it is good. England good. takes care of Fiji 30-24. We were torn on that one. And then France loses to South Africa. I said South Africa was going to win. 29-28. I told you. I told you last week. You French fucks couldn't get one more point. I told you. You French fucks. I told you. So that says of Argentina, New Zealand, and England, <laughs> and South Africa. I'm going to take New Zealand and South Africa and give me, uh, give me the All Blacks. I'll take New Zealand. Yeah, give me New Zealand. No, yeah, give me New Zealand. No, no, I think All Blacks is New Zealand. I think you're right. Um, give me New Either Zealand, way, and I'll take England just to get something a little bit different oh, than you. And I am going to go with the All Blacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take the All Blacks, yeah. Uh, yeah, all right, so that's that's decided. Uh, and then in the uh, bronze matchup, then you have Argentina and South Africa. They give me South Africa yeah. by a million. And I have Argentina and England, and I'll take England. There you so, go. Our top three are pretty much the same, just slightly different order. Sorry. Argentina shouldn't be there. Sorry, Argentina. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, Cricket World Cup, I'm not even going to try to look at. I feel like that's it's No, so time. I pulled it up, and I immediately closed it, because I was like, I don't, much, know, I don't know what it means. There's too much going on. We need Kyle there's, here for that. There's this and this, and match 17 of 82, and right. if you're, all if the you, matches are matter. If you're coming to Totally Talking Sports, check on the Cricket World Cup. We apologize uh, for the inconvenience we caused you. Our cricket specialist is not here. This Our week. cricket specialist is not here, uh, but he will be back next week with a full. Make sure you tune in next week. Yeah, have all your questions prepared, and Kyle will be answering them. Live. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for sports news. <laughs> uh, time for some betting. Some betting. So, so give me, okay. give me a breakdown, baby. Oh, I got it. I got it. Give me Kyle. Let's go. Let's go over Kyle's breakdown first. Let me really quickly. I got to highlight the bets that were placed and settled last week just so I can, like, address them. 
as as we go along. So Kyle has two hundred and sixty dollars. Oh, how much money did he win last week? Um, Kyle last week, where's Kyle? Right here. He went. So he lost ten dollars. One twenty. He's up ten. Up five. Up twenty five. Up thirty five. Fifty five dollars. God damn it. Yeah, he hit on uh, Duke minus three. He lost ten bucks on USC plus three. Um, lost five bucks on UNR plus nine and a half. I told you that. Was and then bad. and then you also took that. Uh, and then he took the over. I took Nevada. Yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. Damn I, I, I took UNLV, and you guys were both like, nah, dude, take UNR. Yeah, they got fucking smoked. Yeah, they, that was what was <laughs> always going to happen. Uh, and then yeah, he, but you took it. I was I was trying to go against you. Yeah, no, you lose a lot. I do lose a lot. Uh, and then, yeah, he took the over in the UW-Oregon game, uh, and then he took Chiefs minus 10.5 and, and Ravens minus 4. And he put 20 on that. He put 10 on the Chiefs. So he only lost money on USC, and then he... And uh, five bucks on the UNR game. Okay. And then he 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 made or he won twenty forty, it's like seventy to bucks. Okay, give so, me mine. So, total current money is negative seventy five dollars. Me? Yeah. Me? What? How'd that happen? I thought I hit some. So I know my I know my locks with the overs. So dude, I hit the over on the Oklahoma State game. Uh, yeah. So minus twenty on USC plus three. Minus five on UNR plus nine and a half. Oh, I always want to put five on that. Minus twenty on Bama minus nineteen and a half. Uh, twenty on the over in Kansas Oklahoma State, and then minus ten on the Broncos plus ten and a half. Minus twenty on the Colts plus four, and minus twenty on Lions Bucks over forty two and a half. Oh, <laughs> Rough. Rough. All right, let's go over you. I'm minus twenty five. Oh, dude, you made some I money. I made some money. You made some money, baby. I'm <laughs> less in the hole. Uh, I'm, I'm where you were. Yeah. <laughs> we flip spots. Kyle just keeps making money. Fuck that guy. Uh, Fuck that guy, dude. But I, uh, so yeah, I lost 20 bucks on Georgia minus 31 and a half. I lost 20 bucks on Louisville minus 7 and a half. But then I made 20 bucks on Notre Dame minus 3, UNC minus 3 and a half, Duke uh, minus 3. Lost 20 bucks on my parlay because fuck Louisville. And then I won 20 bucks on UNLV minus 9 and a half. Uh, and then I got 20 on the Chiefs, uh, lost 20 on the Niners, and then got 20 back on the Lions. Jag just went for it on fourth and two. They uh, they fake punt it. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to lose the Saints game. It was Glad electric. I didn't bet on it. But, electric. Uh, you know. So that's where we stand right now. Um, Kyle's got a lot of money. He needs to start buying things. If Kyle doesn't buy something the second he gets back next week, fuck that guy. Well, also, he may be saving up for the 1000 if It's 500 really de- Yeah, dethrone you. It's 500 I know. I think it's a. I think it's a one time. You can't. I don't think you should be able to buy that multiple times. Well, no, you five hundred. He gets a race, right? So then he have to really go up again. Five hundred. That'd be hard to do in a, in, in five weeks' time. You could do it. Um, would be some crazy betting going on and some crazy hitting, but you could do it, right? Yeah. That, I, I would be. Okay, so upset. me and you aren't going to have any fun with any money this yeah, week. Yeah, we're not going to be buying both anything. down. But I got. Um, I got one, two, three, four. I five, didn't do six, seven, eight. And, I got eight bets and a parlay. Well, I ate bets and I can't lose parlay. I didn't do any of. I didn't grab any bets, so there it's going to be off the dome. This it, week it was for me. tough for college for me this week. There's a lot of lines that I'm just like, I don't want to touch that. Um, well, good. But uh, I got my can't lose parlay. I think yeah, I got my can't lose parlay. Um, I'll, I'll maybe make a. I don't, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to make a twenty dollar 
like college football parlay and lose another twenty bucks. I'm not gonna do it. I haven't hit one all season. You're not gonna do it, huh? No, I haven't won any money in real life. And yeah, I've lost like eight. I've no. What week are we in? We're through seven weeks of college. I've lost one hundred and forty dollars on twenty dollars college football parlays. Yeah. So I'm just gonna stop for a minute. And if these all hit, great. And if not, you know, that's fine. Um, but we'll get there when we get there. Um, let's do some uh, sports news or not sports news. Jump into the main event. Um, we're going to kick it off with baseball because playoffs are rolling strong right uh, now. Yes, they are. All right. We've let's... had some fucking great games uh, in the LCSs so far. Uh, kick it off. Fucking who? Yeah. Kick it off with the, the also, first game. quick update. Like Houston was up 3-0 uh, against the Rangers. Rangers have now tied at 3-3 in the top of the fourth. Um, top however, fourth? Uh, Astros top four uh Astros actually just scored. It's now 4-3. Runners on first and third. Two outs. We're rooting for you, Chad. Don't you worry. We're paying attention. Always. Uh, go Rangers. Yeah. Uh, so we kick it off first game of the, L- of the ALCS. Rangers take a... What day was this on? On Sunday. Uh, okay. Rangers take a 2-0 dub over the Astros. Uh, Jordan Montgomery gets the dub. Justin Verlander takes the L. But, I mean, he gave up two runs. Not really like... This, this was a... a what I expect from playoff baseball. And I do expect higher scoring from the Rangers and Astros, but you're going to mix in some games like this where it's a pitcher's duel with, is it Jordan Montgomery or am I being a fucking retarded? Yeah, no, it's Jordan Montgomery. Uh, Jordan Montgomery and Justin Verlander on the mound. I expect a two, nothing game. Like that's the, that's what I expect. And this game delivered. Um, Evan Carter made a great catch at the wall um, to prevent any runs coming in from the Astros, but the game itself top to bottom I don't know what that noise was. What was that? I got no idea. <laughs> I hope it was just a can or something. Couldn't tell you which can, but... Yeah, it had to be. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a great way to start off the LCS. Uh, and then on Monday, we get game two and another electric... Well, two electric games, but another one from the ALCS. Rangers go up, uh, get, a, get a win 5-4 over the Astros. Evaldi, uh was pretty decent on the mound. From what I recall, what do you fucking toss? Yeah, six innings. I mean, three earned. It's not like amazing, but it's good. Yeah, it's good enough. When your good offense enough. can put up five, it's yep. good enough to get you the dub. Um, Leclerc, Le, Leclerc gets the save. Leclerc. They say Leclerc every time he comes on the mound. And Chad also says Leclerc. I think maybe. So okay, where's he from? The guy in F one. No, no, no that, it's pronounced Leclerc. It, it's pronounced Leclerc. I I will absolutely agree with you, um, but where's this guy from? Like Haiti? I dude, I don't know. He, he's he's got a French last name. He's from the Dominican Republic. That's weird to me. Um, yeah, but he could be of Spanish descent. Yeah, but that last name is French. And okay, he could be it, a French descent. In, in, My bad. In in a, in in the, the Dominican Republic is. Interessante to me. Um, now, regardless, he gets safe. Good for him. He is the Rangers' closer. Um, you would think it's Rodas Chapman. No, Rodas Chapman comes in kind of as a setup guy. Uh, it's kind of electric. You have Rodas Chapman just come in, fucking middle of the eighth inning and throw you know nine hundred mile an hour balls and then no audio. Dumbasses, turn on the audio. Hey, hey. What? Oh my god! I am so sorry. Okay, the, the podcast is good. The podcast is good, but all right, it's fine. Yeah, my God. You know, Nintendo... Well, I'll wait for the... Micro. 
phone. All right. Sorry about that, everyone. Uh, should have realized. Sorry that about earlier. that to everybody that's not Tanner. You're mean. Nintendo, uh, Nintendo appreciate you saying it nicely. Thank you, and uh, Tanner. Thank you for texting me and texting us and letting us know. Yeah. Uh, anyways, good for the Rangers. They go up 2-0 in that series on the road too, which is impressive, right? I mean, especially when you get in the playoffs. <laughs> nice light bulb, you dumbass. <laughs> getting uh, getting some uh, getting some road dubs is huge in, in playoff baseball. Um, so good for the Rangers there again. Great game, and the Phillies Diamondbacks game one goes five three. Uh, Zach Wheeler gets the dub, um, and Zach Gallen gets the L. So good Zach, bad Zach. Apparently, Craig Kimbrell with the save. Didn't even know Craig Kimbrell was on the Phillies. Didn't know where that guy was. But good for him. Yeah. Uh, again, this is a, is a great game. Who all homered? Schwarber homered. Harper homered on his 31st birthday. That was electric. And Nick Castellanos homered. Nick Castellanos hit five home runs in three games. Uh, like his like from the last two games of the uh, NLDS. And then into the NLCS, right? He had hit five game, five home runs in three games, so that's really fucking cool. And then Bryce Harper hit a home run on his thirty first birthday. That's fucking cool. It's very cool, but fuck Bryce Harper. Hey, listen, man. Ah, he, fucking man. Listen, he like gave he gave a great uh, great talk on uh, Pat McAfee show. Also, big boom. It was a boom to him uh, when he stared down that mm-hmm. uh, dude after he hit his home run. Was the like, guy oh, on second you're, base. You're, yeah, you're, you're gonna fucking laugh at me now, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, big. I'm a fan of Bryce Harper because he's from Vegas. Um, but he talked on the Pat McAfee show this week. Like, they asked him about, um, like, any added pressure that he feels as, like, you know, one of the greats right now and, like, of, of the recent few years in baseball. And he was like, no. my he said The pressure he felt was when he was 16 years old and he dropped out of high school to pursue, like, baseball professionally. That That, that is a – that – you. Why wouldn't you just keep playing baseball? Yeah, no, he in high school. Yeah, no, I know. I, I don't know what happened, but he, he was like, yeah, no, I. Like, but he dropped. came straight out of like high school. Well, he went to JUCO, um, but he was like, yeah, you know, like I like essentially dropped out of high school and just started pursuing like baseball full time, and I had to, I had to provide for my family. That was the pressure. This is all icing, and I'm like, you know what? That is actually a great well, way to 16. look at life. Well, yeah, but I mean. We, don't I mean, like, wrong. he's got his whole future ahead of him. He, you can always go back and get your GED. It's not really the end of the Well, world. to get into JUCO, I think you have to. Yeah, I'm sure he, like, did, like, online school. Right. Like, you you know, have whatever. to have, like, some sort of, like, you know, lower education in order to get into any type of college. Yes. Like, a JUCO is just, like, a community college, essentially. Fair. Regardless, though, uh, I mean, for him, you know, like, essentially at the age of 16 deciding it's baseball or I'll be homeless, it's fine. He wouldn't, you know, he went to LVA, which is a nice high school. Uh, no, yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. It, it's a nice no, that that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't appreciate that statement of I had to provide for my family. Like, no, dude, like you were provided for as a child. Like, I'm not saying like, okay, you had the maybe. Obviously, everyone has a different story, right? I'm not saying maybe he had the best childhood, but I don't think he like. I just don't like that statement. His family wasn't struggling, right? Know? That's what I just don't think he it was right. Obviously, something could come out, and there could be other news. I'm gonna tell it. you right now, Bryce Harper's family was not struggling. <laughs> <laughs> he he was fine. But, but like I'll give him at props 16, for... like oh, I had to provide for my family. You don't like your family's providing for you. Yeah, it's at a this very, point, it's a very privileged thing to be able to sit there and say like, hey, I'm gonna go like pursue my dreams and have your family be like, yeah, we'll support you 100. percent That's very privileged. No, no, because most people, yeah. most families, if it's like I'm gonna pursue my career. of 
being an artist. And they're like, no. Dude, basket weaving on the up, though. It is. And it always will be, <laughs> I think. Dude, it's always, it's a love skill. a good basket. AI is never going to take over basket weaving, I'll tell you that much. It might. It could. It could, it might it could do way. anything, AI I think. Do you could design... Why, why money? Why is money a thing? Why just everyone live and let computers do everything? And just let everyone live. Sounds very communist. Everyone live. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Oh, I got more money than you. Who cares? Computers, yes. computers run everything. I'll be, I'll be just chilling, dude. Okay. Let me uh, play my video games. Logan. Let me play. No, comrade I... Logan. Thank you, comrade. Uh, <laughs> Com- comrade. Uh, anyways, uh, good dub for the Phillies in uh, Game One, getting a five-three win. And again, those first three games were electric. For what? For the LCSs. Well, let's the go. The first in, three games. Let's go. No, 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 no. First three games of, like, combined between the two. No. Yeah. No. Cause two go, nothing. Go to look at Tuesday. No, no, no. The first three combined games. So, yeah. like, game one and two of the ALCS and game one of the NLCS. Okay, yeah. Those but... three games were great. <laughs> let's go now to we Tuesday. Go, now we go to Tuesday, game two of the NLCS. It's 10 nothing Phillies, and they absolutely route the Diamondbacks. And Aaron they... Nola has a 3-0 record in the playoffs, .96 ERA. He's pitching He's out of his great. mind. He's fucking great. I'm surprised he isn't, like, ace. I'm surprised he isn't, like, he didn't get the first start. Um, and but it was, it was nothing else to talk instead. about here. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, you got three home runs... Kyle Schwarber hits two. They hit like three solo shots to start the game and then just went four runs, four runs in the sixth and the seventh. And and go ahead was, and get started on it. Wednesday's game. Obviously, we're going to both have a little bit of notes about Max Scherzer and how the Rangers absolutely did him fucking dirty. Yeah, dude, Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer, uh, just stat-wise, 0-1 in the playoffs, obviously, and an ERA of 11.25. It's not good. Uh, some would say it's atrocious. And... When I got off work and I got back to the house and I looked and I saw that Max Scherzer was on, you know, I saw the okay, the Rangers are down four nothing and I was like, all right, you know, they're down four nothing, but like it, this is an offense that can explode at any point in time. It's really not the end of the world. And then the Astros came back up for the top of the fourth and I saw it was Max Scherzer on the mound and that he had given up four runs through three innings and I was like, why is he still on the mound? Why is he pitching at all? Actually, uh, Tim and I had talked about the fact that he had he was coming back from his injury and they expected, OK, you know, he's going to be wanting to get some work. And we talked about how you kind of work that in, like maybe you give him some work maybe late in this game. If somebody else starts this game and it's, you know, five nothing after four and say Josh Young doesn't hit that home run in the fifth and you're looking at seventh inning, you're down five nothing. Maybe you're like, all right, maybe let's get some Scherzer some reps or let's try to figure some shit out here, like whatever. But having him start in game three of the ALCS after he hasn't pitched in over a month um, and he's coming off an injury, it's not like, you know, like some weird suspension. It's not like rest. It's literally he's coming off an injury. He hasn't pitched in a while and you're not going to get him work back in. You're just going to have him start in game three of the ALCS. And the guy looked atrocious. Like, there's, I don't think there's any two ways about it. Yeah, and like I said yesterday to you, Logan, while we were while I was somewhat tuned into the game because I got very untuned very quickly, was like, okay, I think what happened was the Astros were just like, or the Rangers were just like, look, we have a chance for him to pitch and get warmed up. Let's just throw him out there. Uh, we won two games in Houston. Let's just let it ride. Um, I don't agree with that approach. Maybe if you want to go out and have him pitch, but as soon as he got shelled for like three nothing, I'd be like, all right, you're out. 
Yeah, he gives up you know? three in the second. I'd be like, we're done. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, that's fine. You don't got it. And not, not, not even you don't got it, but it's like, we got to work you back slower. We can't. It, the Astros have one of the best offenses in baseball, right? Just like the Rangers. You cannot just throw a pitcher back in off injury and be like, face one of the best offenses in baseball, go. Yeah. You're asking for this exact situation, five runs through four innings. And yes, you have an offense that can match it, but they weren't, and that's the problem. So stop keeping that guy out there. And he shouldn't have been kept out there anyways. The switch should have been made earlier. I know you can talk about the Rangers' bullpen issues all you want, but I feel like their bullpen has been playing well this postseason. Well, no, in that and I mean, at least their bullpen really isn't like fucking... The person that you're going to be putting in isn't coming off fucking not playing baseball in a month or two or whatever it was. Month, for, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, at least they've been around baseball for a month and a half or ish, you know? Yeah. Like, just the throwsters are out there. I get it. And I would have done it for maybe an inning or two and then gone to the bullpen or... Or... Let's talk use about something crazy. As far as Scherzer goes, use him as a reliever in his yeah. first game back. Come yeah. in after, after the fourth or fifth, pitch an inning or two, get out. Yeah. Because we're planning on using you soon. We just yeah. wanted to make sure that your arm is ready to throw. Yeah. We'll get you some actual work in a situation where it's not dire. Like, we're going to get what our regular rotation was for the ALDS against the Orioles. We're going to throw that same rotation out there. I know they swept the Orioles. So it was only like three pitchers we had to see. All right. But still give me that third pitcher, what your regular rotation was going to be for your plan for the ALDS. And now and then, yeah, as you progress through game three, okay, that, that third pitcher is still the same guy. Okay, now let's go ahead and maybe get Scherzer in because we the offense has been fine. But even then, the offense wasn't fine. Uh, was it Christian Javier? Yeah, Christian Javier went like five hitless innings all right it took the rangers bats a while to get going um and then they finally did and that's great but it would have been nice if you didn't have to dig yourself out of a five run uh you know a five run hole and if josh young doesn't hit two home runs tonight it's a route or that night it's a route like josh young single-handedly kept them in this game yeah and and you can't convince me it's not it's it's young not young i will forever and always Say Jung. I understand. I'm not going to argue with you. Uh, but, uh, you know, tough look for the Rangers to drop the game game three at home after going up 2-0 on the road. Um, obviously, tonight, we're in a similar situation as Astros now up 7-3. Um, yeah, that, that top of the fourth really got out of hand with yeah. bases loaded with two outs. Um, like I said earlier, the Astros did end up scoring one. It was 4-3, first and third. Um, I don't know exactly what happened, but I imagine like a double and both those runners scored. Let's um, see. That's what I would imagine would happen. In the top of the fourth, uh, we had Jordan Alvarez hit a sack fly that scored uh, Martin Maldonado, advanced Altuve to third, and then Jose Abreu hit a three-run homer. Oh, yeah, that made no, because it was 4-3. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So... Uh, tough look. Sit. All right. But uh, Astros back up at the top of the fifth. We'll see what happens here for the yeah, rest of the game. The Astros and the Rangers are two offensive juggernauts, and you never know what's going to happen in any half inning, any, you know, the, the last four innings of this game. You never know what's going to happen. Rangers are kind of always in it with their bats as long as they can stop the bleeding. Yeah. Um, I mean, four runs is not impossible to come back from at all with this offense best of seven uh, series though we'll see what happens over yes, here absolutely. It, it, after this if, if the Astros win and the fucking road team has won every goddamn game 
after this it goes into Houston, back to Arlington. Arlington. Back yeah, to they Houston. have to drive. It's a few one hours, one one. You know. No, I know, but just making sure because I, I know because so. basketball is what two two one one. It is. Yeah. Okay. Basketball two two one one one. Baseball is the one I get confused about whether I, it's two two one 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 or two three two. That's right. It might be two three two. I don't know. Very difficult. And they don't have, like, the next games scheduled on here, on ESPN at least. So they really should because... Someone next... who watches baseball, tell us. Educate well, us, please. The next games are should be set. Yeah, I know it should be, but... Oh, it's... yeah, no, no, it's 2-3-2. Two, two. Tomorrow, ah, I hate that. tomorrow night, or tomorrow afternoon... Make them travel. I fucking hate. Yeah, I got the update I that the hate. Phillies and uh, Diamondbacks at, like, 2 o'clock. No, and so, I was like, it's So starting. tomorrow, Rangers-Astros, 2 o'clock. Yeah. Fucking I fucking stupid. hate that, dude. And even even where they're playing. Well, and the Phillies Diamondbacks made no sense because it's in Arizona. That one could be at 7 p.m. It's in Arizona. And then where this I, one could be at 5, which is yeah. 7 p.m. Yeah, in Texas. The, the Astros Rangers should absolutely have started before the Phillies Diamondbacks. Like, why is this playoff game in Arlington tomorrow starting at noon? Noon our time? No, noon their time. It's noon in Texas when it starts. So it's going to be 10 o'clock? Here? Wait, 2 o'clock here. You oh, okay, could. 4 o'clock there. Why yeah. is it starting at 4 o'clock there? Yeah. It should be starting like at, six. at like 7 o'clock there. Give me, give me 6. Give me 7 on a Friday seven. night. On a Friday That's night, That's fair. 7, seven o'clock. You can, you can make it at 8 o'clock. You could. It's, it's a Friday it night. It should be 7. I agree with you on 7. And then 4 o'clock here, and we can all watch it. You know, everyone can watch it. It's fine. It's dumb. But yeah, Phillies, Phillies Diamondbacks already, you know, finished. Uh, that game again makes no sense. But 2-1, you know, that's that's cool. Uh, Craig Kimbrell gets a loss, which means he gave up the run that decided it in the bottom of the ninth. Sick. Diamondbacks walked it off. Good for them. Chloe Marte, it looks like. Uh, sick. Or Kettle Marte. That's a dumb name. Kettle. Fucking get out of here. Uh, anyways... Uh, good for the Diamondbacks. They pull a game back, so it's now 2-1 Phillies. Um, so we got one series where the road team always wins, and we got one one series Mm. where the home team keeps winning. We have technical issues times a million right now. Fuck yeah. Um, somehow my computer went black on me. Ooh. Uh, But it's still catching my camera. So something's... Hmm. We'll figure that out. Uh, something's going on. Either way, with where things stand right now, with how these series have gone, if the fucking road team wins every game in the ALCS, we're looking at the Rangers walking out in seven. Yeah. I think that'd be poetic. Uh, fuck the Astros, you know? And then in the NLCS, it looks like the Phillies win. So, sick. Exactly what I want out of these two series. Um, I'd love a Rangers-Phillies uh, World Series. It'd give me all the runs. I uh, think that'd be absolutely fantastic. While Timmy tries to figure that out with the uh, technical difficulties. Um, I'll talk some base, some basketball. Okay. I'll talk some basketball. Camera's back, but the screen's not. Something happened to the screen. That's fine. We're, we're figuring it out. Um, it's not ideal, though. It is not ideal. I do use this laptop. Yeah, we, we do need to figure that out. Uh, it's just your camera off there, right? No, camera's on. Well, I know, but I mean, it's just you just have your camera and then like ESPN and stuff on there. Yeah. Try to turn it off, maybe. I that's what I just tried to do. Hmm. You try to hard reset it. Maybe hard reset. Maybe do that. Hard reset incoming. Yeah. Um. 
Now, we'll talk some basketball. Uh, there's not a lot to go over here. Uh, again, nothing else. It's still preseason basketball. There's nothing crazy going on right now. Um, only thing I really want to talk about, there was a trade that happened. The Rockets traded Kevin Porter um, along with two second-round picks to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Victor Oladipo. Yeah. Um, but immediately waived Kevin Porter. Because he's a piece of shit. Yeah, I really hope that kid gets the help he needs. He's he's super young, and he's made a lot of mistakes, and I think he dealt with a lot of shit go, growing up, and he just needs to, like, take, like, a year off basketball. Yeah, but, like, strangulation and stuff, like, that's pretty rough. Well, yeah, no, no, he's not a good person. Uh, right now. Hopefully yes. he gets help as he deserves. Yeah, no, no, he, he, well, not deserves. He needs it, though. I don't, I don't, like, you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit. I don't know if you deserve good things, but, like... Okay. You need help, regardless. Uh, so True. I hope he gets the help that he needs. Uh, and just take a year off basketball, dude. You're like 21 years old. Fucking take a year off basketball. It's fine. And work your way back. Just, yeah. You're, he's not going to have to go overseas or some dumb shit. Like, he can just take a year off, go to therapy, get some fucking help, and then uh, you go from there. And then you'll, he'll get a workout immediately with somebody. He's got enough guys that he knows, and he's talented enough that he's not going to have to go play overseas. Uh, and then work your way back into the league, man, and you'll be fine. You know, Maybe you have to play like three months in the G League and dominate, and then you'll be back on an NBA roster, and who cares? It's fine. Um, other than that, only other news I have is James Harden is not at Philly uh, minicamp or training camp still. Uh, or preseason, he's in Houston. I couldn't tell you why. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you why he's in Houston. They asked Joel Embiid about it, and he said, I don't know, maybe he had something more important to do. Which, I mean, something more important than your job is bold. Uh, not for everybody. I feel like for most people, there's a lot of things that can be more important than your job, right? When you're right. getting paid like 15, 20 bucks an hour. James Harden, multi-hundred millionaire. Yep. There's not a lot more important than playing basketball for millions of dollars. Like, unless it's like a dire situation with like family or some serious shit going on, then okay. I can understand missing something for that. I think he just wanted to go see his favorite stripper in Houston. And he really missed her, you know? And he was like, ah, you know, I... Also, I think he wanted to eat cheeseburgers. Yeah, eat cheeseburgers... Go to his favorite strip club in Houston, and that was exactly what he did. All right, we're back. back. Sick. Um, either way, that situation is still shitty. He still doesn't want to play in Philly. He showed up. He still has said... Oh. Turn off again. No. Where is this plugged into? I don't know if it's plugged into anything. Ah, I see. Uh... Either way, I hope James Harden uh, can figure his shit out. I don't think he will. I think he's just going to continue to sit out until he gets traded to the Clippers. And I really hope that it just doesn't happen and that he just forfeits millions of dollars and doesn't play and the Sixers suck. And I'd be happy with that. I'd be happy with that for all parties involved. Um, Especially your party involved. Yeah, my party involved would be very happy. If I just have to worry about the Bucks and the Heat, I'm great. I'm doing good. Um, that's it for basketball news. Uh, season does start this Tuesday, 24th. Um, we will be going on Thursday with our uh, preseason predictions, just like we did for hockey. It'll just be main awards and uh, NBA Finals predictions. Um, but make sure you guys tune in for that. 
Uh, moving on to fighting. Uh, before we get into UFC 294, there was some technically you could call them boxing matches. I don't think Saturday. they really were though. They weren't. Well, one, <laughs> no, neither one was. Uh, there, I mean, how all those celebrity cards work is there's always like, um, you know, a couple like actual fighters, like a couple of actual fights, like three actual fights that happen, and then you get the like two main events that are not actual boxers. And so it started off with Logan Paul and Dylan Dennis. Dylan Dennis. MMA fighter, not even a good MMA fighter, because he tried several takedowns on Logan Paul in a boxing match and couldn't take down Logan Paul once. So Dylan Dan is not good at MMA as a professional MMA fighter. Yeah. Um, and then end of that fight, tried to put Logan in uh, a choke and I thought he just tried to like take him down, not even a choke. No, no, no. He he tried to he tried to choke him on the way down, and Logan slipped it. And then just kind of started like running around, and then Dylan Dennis got up and chased after him after the after the bell, um, and then tried to fight Logan Paul's security guard, who was like, "Dude, get some help." He didn't even like he didn't even take offense to it. I appreciate that security guard. That was just like, "Whoa, dude, why are you swinging at me? I'm just doing my job." <laughs> yeah, like that was it, uh, you know. And then Jake Paul did some coke in the ring after, and it was a good time. Jake Paul did, yeah. He kept, you know. Like, uh, yeah, the entire time. And, like, he gave somebody a bag, you know, in the, like, sc- sc- kerfuffle, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so, you know, good for him, you know, I guess. Do what you gotta do. And then, uh, you know, end of the fight was the end of the fight. Nothing fucking happened in that fight. It was boring as shit. And the main event was also boring as shit. Uh, it was Tyson Fury's brother, and I don't think... Tyson Fury's brother, Tommy Fury, did win the fight, technically. Uh, I don't think anyone other than the judges thought he won the fight. Um, Tyson Fury included. Uh, when they cut to Tommy Fury's family at the decision, they were all like, ah. And they, like, it was like they announced the scores. They were like, ah, you know. And then they announced that it was for Tommy, and they were like, whoa, hey, one? That's crazy. <laughs> uh, and then. Because KSI uh, was all like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, to be fair, like, KSI didn't do anything after like round three. Uh, he just, you know, he just, every two seconds he would throw a punch and then grab him. And it was the most boring fucking thing in the world. Uh, you know, I, I feel like that's how all those fights are. Yes, usually, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. It's a it's a guy that's not a professional boxer versus a guy that claims he's a professional boxer, who's the brother of one of the greatest heavyweight boxers in the history of the world. Right. Uh, and the guy can't fucking do anything. He can't beat YouTubers convincingly. And it's like I quit, stop. Yeah. You can't beat non boxers. Like, easily. Right. So you shouldn't be... Do- like, I haven't... I don't know the last time he actually had a professional boxing match. He'd get smoked. Because he can't fucking beat these nobodies. Like, they're not nobodies. They're huge on the internet. But, like, nobody's in the boxing world. So, like, you know, it is what it is. Fucking nobody cares. Uh, that's it for news that's not UFC 294. Um, we do jump into the UFC 294 predictions. Kyle still has not sent his fight predictions. So I'll pick for him. Uh... <laughs> Perfect. We are going to kick off. Uh, we can talk early prelims. There's nothing really to talk about, in my opinion. Uh, this is like Kyle territory. As yeah, far as I don't like, know names. There's uh, a lot of Russians. You know, Tim Elliott. I know that name. Yeah, we got a Magomedov fighting to kick off the card and a Dudakova. Uh, and, th- I mean, just so many. These are... 
You know right. those fights in the UAE. We'll just go over we'll go straight the, in the main card. Yeah, because pre there's not even early prelims. It's just prelims. Yeah. So we'll go straight into the main card with Saeed Nurmagomedov and uh, Muing Gafurov. Give me Nurmag- Nurmagomedov. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take Nurmagomedov there as well. Uh, he's minus 225. I'm going to take the Russians in these fights and the guys that are Russian adjacent as well. <sighs> also, um, not, I'll go for the Americans if there is one. There isn't on the main card. However, if there were, I'd go for them against the Russians. That's because fair. fuck Russia. Fuck uh, Russia. But... I will go with uh, Ikram. Yeah, Ikram Alaskarov uh, versus Worley Alves. Again, he's minus six hundred. Dude, feel, just feel take very, a fairly confident. Just take the Russian card. Yeah, just well, a, and Hamzat, who's Russian adjacent. Um, okay, but don't then, take Hamzat. So just Russian flag flyers. How much does that pay you out if you take I'm, Ikram? I'm, okay, you're you're getting but, that yeah, information. If you take Nurmagomedov, Ikram, Ankalev, and Islam. I'm pulling up right now. Uh, just give me a second. But uh, yeah, we're both take, taking Uncle Ev there against Johnny Walker as well. Yep. And I, I you know what? I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna take Usman. He's take plus two seventy five. No, I don't know, man. So Usman uh, took this fight on short notice, um, and also in his uh, open workout today, um, in sparring, had some sort of move got up or made the move and said I heard something pop and then stood up and then they walked off and they were like yeah good sparring you know good open workout and then they called it like it was that was it but he absolutely on camera said I heard something pop okay so we don't know what popped Give me don't know if it was up. minor don't know if it was major but taking the fight on short notice Usman's on a what two fight losing streak it's not really a losing streak it's right back also uh, Edwards, did but. not catch up on weight He's fighting underweight. So. Yeah, it's going to be tough. And Hamzad is fucking deadly. Um, and he's going to have the crowd behind him. So I'm going to take Where Hamza is this there. fight at? In the UAE. Oh, yeah. It's in Abu Dhabi. Oh, yeah. Um, there's going to be some Russians there. There's going to be a lot of Russians there. <laughs> a lot of Russians. And Hamzad, where is Hamzad even from? I don't know. 11 a.m. on Saturday. Oh, my God. I fucking am at work. That's. Well, okay, but it starts at 11 a.m. I I work till two. That is the end of the card. <laughs> that would be that would be the end of the card. Um, and then we do get to the main event, and it's Islam and, and Volkanovski. And as much as I want to take Volk, here, I'm going to take Volk just because I love Volk and I respect it. I'm taking Islam. Volk took this fight on 11 days' notice. He has to cut like 21 pounds in 11 days. Who does Volk? How's that possible? Islam, I don't know. Islam's is a higher weight. What is it? Why does Alexander have to take? It has Islam right here at one fifty five. Alexander at one forty five. Why would Volk have to cut weight? I, th- I don't remember. Well, maybe his. I think he might have been walking around because he wasn't expecting to fight. Oh, okay. That and so makes it was sense. like fuck. Now I have to fight in eleven days. I have to drop weight now, not in three months when his next fight was scheduled. Um, I believe. Let me double check that. Uh, Uh, wait, one last. Uh, yeah, expects to drop 25 pounds for Makachev rematch. Um, he was more than 25 pounds over the contract weight the day before he accepted the fight. Wow. So, so yeah, no, I mean, Islam's probably gonna win, but I'm gonna take Volk just well, because I, I love Volk. I respect it a million percent. Um, so okay, let's let's go through the five uh, six dude, man. He's only five six. So okay, if, so if you take wild. just the Russian, just the Russian flag flyers, 
Flag so Flyer so Parlay. That's, that's Saeed Nurmagomedov, Ikram Aleskarov, Magomed Ankalev, and Islam Makachev. It is a plus 200 uh, parlay. That is not a lot. It's not a lot. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth it. I would argue it's not. Uh, <laughs> for four fights to be plus 200. What if you throw Kamzat on there? If you throw Hamzat on there... It's only going to go up to like 225. <laughs> yeah, he's minus 350, so it's not going to make much of a difference. Um, sorry, I closed out of the app. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Islam here. Again, it, it's not even anything to do with Volk. It's well, I mean, it could come into play with the with the strength, right? If he's if he's fighting, um, or he has to cut weight, he's probably gonna put a lot of that weight back on. Right. This might be a catch weight fight and not for the belt, you know, if he can't make weight, which is so hard to do when you're asking a guy to cut twenty plus pounds in less than two weeks. Um, but we'll have to see. Obviously, if you had Kamzat, it becomes plus two eighty six. Ooh. You know? Still not good. The favorites are such big favorites on this card. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Islam here. I think you know he's just going to take the fight to the ground. Volk's still going to make it a fight because Volk is so fucking good. Um, but I would I would be a bit surprised if Islam can't win this fight, whether it's by decision. I don't think he finishes Volk, but I think it'll go to decision. I think Islam will win. Um, Cowden make his picks. So he's going to take uh, Gafarov, Alves, Johnny <laughs> Walker, uh you know, I'll, I'll give him Usman, and that's fair, and then I'll give him Volk. And I think he'd actually take Volk. Um, I think Cal resonates with Volk a little bit. A little short kings, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's Kyle's card. You're, you're welcome, Kyle. I think I did you justice there. All right. Uh, move into hockey. Just some standings checking. Nothing crazy yet. Um, I mean, the season is just underway. We're through like four or five games for most teams. Uh, in the Eastern Conference Atlantic Division, the Senators and the Red Wings tied for first uh, with six points through four games. Lightning at five points. Bruins, Panthers, and Maple Leafs at four in the Metropolitan. Hurricanes stand alone with six points, but that's through four games. The Islanders have four points through two games. So they're off to a great start as well. Two games, two wins. Uh, the Flyers sitting on four points through three games, along with the Penguins and Rangers uh, at four points through four. In the Western Conference, we have the Avalanche, who are undefeated at 3-0 and with six points. Minnesota Wild, a couple points back at four points through three games. Blackhawks, four points through four games, two and two. Not bad for a team, I mean, with the first We're not expecting a whole lot from them. Not expecting a whole lot, so they're doing pretty decent right now. Um, And then you got the Predators also tied uh, for technically second. Uh, and then in the Pacific, the Golden Knights are 4-0 and and seem to be just on the same pace to be the same team as last year and just fucking dominate everyone in the Pacific. Calgary Flames um, on five points through four matches. The Canucks at four through four. Um, and then the Kings at three points. The Edmonton Oilers have two points through three matches. Not, Not a deal. Not a great start. Kraken, one point through four matches. Worst start. Oh, even worse. Even worse. They are the uh, worst... Team in the, in the league right now. Uh, that's our NHL check-in. Yeah. Connor McDavid also arguably already has the goal of the year. I didn't see it. He fucking did a 360 on his knees uh, between two defenders and then got up, skated, got the puck back, and scored on like a fast break. It was Dude. fucking electric. Dude's unreal. It's not fair. And you know what's crazy is we're, we may never in our lifetime see someone as good as Gretzky. And it's, that's going to be as close as it is, but but also, maybe McDavid is better than Gretzky? I'm sorry, what? Maybe McDavid is better than Gretzky? 
Yeah, but no. I mean, different times. Different timeline, yeah. But, I mean, that, that'll that always be an argument that goes down, right? Whenever yeah, Tom when you talk about different times, you know. You know, but also, McDavid's got to get a Stanley under his belt. Well, he does. That's that's absolutely fair. There's not going to be any argument unless he does. That's 100% true. Um, okay. Uh, I'm trying to get this video to not be shit quality to show you. Um, okay, while he looks that up, uh, we're moving on to football. We're going to college football. Um, I'm just going to rattle off the games here. That didn't really matter. Watch that. Um, real quick, we got Georgia versus Vanderbilt, 37-20. Um, nothing crazy there. Michigan takes care of Indiana. House State takes care of Purdue. Uh, Florida State takes care of Syracuse. Uh, Penn State dismantles Massachusetts. Uh, we'll save that one. Uh, Logan, why don't you go ahead and go into Notre Dame USC? Yeah, what are your thoughts? So I I did think Notre Dame was going to win this game, right? I took Notre Dame minus three. I felt very confident in this. I thought my thoughts going into this were USC has had several weeks in a row. Um, yeah, it's nasty. Uh, USC has had several weeks in a row where they have just not looked good, right? Their defense has just not been there. They've had to eke out wins against subpar teams, and you look at it and you're like, man. I mean, you look at it on paper and you go. 42-28 against Arizona State, and that game was close for most of it. And then a 48-41 win against Colorado, where they were dominating and let Colorado back in. And then a two-point win in triple overtime against Arizona. So you look at that and you go in, okay, they're going on the road to Notre Dame. Notre Dame's coming off of a loss against Louisville. You see that clip of that guy on TikTok or whatever going to, to troll Caleb Williams? Yes. It's kind great. Of best, finger, best finger painting, yeah. yeah. Or, uh, not finger painting. Painting his nails. But... Uh, Either way, I didn't expect a 28-point win for Notre Dame. I didn't either. I expected them to win comfortably enough, but not by four scores. I know I took them plus three, but, like, I was thinking, like, even if USC lost, maybe, like, 35, 38 to 30. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be closer. Yeah. No, USC's defense is atrocious. So bad. Audrey Gastamay ran for 95 yards on 22 carries. That's uh, not even that impressive. It's not, but the team ran for four yards a carry. How they scored 48 points, I don't know. They threw for 126 yards and ran for 125 yards. That's not interception. How many defensive touchdowns? That's 250 touchdowns. yards of How many defensive of touchdowns did they have, though? Because Caleb Williams threw three picks. He threw one, was it a pick six? A fumble recovery for a touchdown? It's fumble recovery for a touchdown. That's and, it. Oh, and a kick return for a touchdown. There you go. Okay, that's 14. Uh, then but, 21, 28, so it's, that's still, that's uh, 35. still 34 points. There's 13 points where we don't know where they came from. Field goals, uh, but that doesn't equal it's two field goals. Okay, so then we have another touchdown that we're not accounting for. Six extra points. So there's there were six total touchdowns. That's 42. One one return, one kick return, one fumble return. So there's four offensive touchdowns. Audrey Estimate had two rushing, I believe. Did, was there another rushing touchdown? No, Audrey Gessman had two rushing, That's and it. then Sam Hartman threw two. Oh, okay, there it is. I'd, yeah, okay, Sam Hartman okay. threw two, but they had 251 yards of offense. No, no, it's embarrassing. And they scored four times on offense. I'm pretty sure it's because of those three interceptions that your old fucking number one pick, Caleb, fucking, will okay. your mama please come and save me? Yes. Eams um, threw. Uh, you know, yeah, when you so throw interceptions like that, it must have been inside fucking the territory too, where they yeah, only but, had to, yeah. where they only had to travel twenty yards to get a touchdown. Yeah, let's look at the the plays he threw, the drives he threw interceptions on were at their own thirty seven. 
the next one was at their own 16 and then at their own 35 um and then second half they they did a little a lot better as far as moving the ball um they scored uh let's see 17 in the second half as opposed to three in the first half uh the only turnover was that fumble for a touchdown um and yeah, Caleb Williams didn't look good, but at the same time, the offensive line was atrocious for the for the Trojans, and that is nothing new. Both lines have been atrocious for the Trojans all season. Um, the defense entirely has been awful, and we kind of all knew that. And that's kind of what I thought going into this game. I, the reason I took Notre Dame is because, again, USC coming off of multiple bad performances, Notre Dame coming off of one letdown performance against Louisville, where they didn't look like themselves. I thought they would get back to their roots. They'd run the shit out of the football um, and just make USC play a long game and try to beat them that way. Um, instead, they got some big plays here and there um, in the passing game as well as in a, in a kick return and a fumble return, and they forced a lot of turnovers, and that's what it came down to. Uh, but USC still scoring 20 points is not okay um, for one of the most – explosive offenses in football there's no reason they should be scoring 20 points against a Notre Dame team that gave up um you know 33 to Louisville um you know uh the rest of the games that defense has been good right I mean we're talking about a team that gave up gave up 14 to Duke 17 to Ohio State like it's not a bad defense but USC's offense is so good they should be scoring more than 20 I don't care uh, good win for Notre Dame, though. I don't think this means anything realistically going forward other than it proves that USC is not real. And USC had been skating by by not having lost, even though they looked bad for the last, like, four weeks. Pick six. For the Jags. For the Jags? Yeah, 24. Yeah, no, bad pick. Bad pick. <laughs> Hand up. Bad pick. I was mad at myself on that. Uh, uh, but, yeah, no. The USC's bad. Let's move on. Alabama. They're also bad, yeah. like you said. Yeah, so Jalen Milrow, I saw the stats you know what at I, halftime. You know what I love? I saw the stats at halftime. Is that when you bet large on Alabama to like lose or not cover the spread, yeah. it doesn't work out for you. Nope. And then when you don't touch it, they don't cover. They don't cover. <laughs> yep. Never seems to work out for me. Never seen. <laughs> I can when you're call... like, oh yeah, Alabama's bad, I'm taking this. No, I think it was against like Ole Miss or something. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm taking, all... I'm taking Alabama minus whatever. I hit that, but nope. And I take out, but when I, you don't I touch said, it. I said Texas was going to maybe beat Bama, and I, I didn't touch it. I think I also agree with you there. Yeah. I said yes, maybe. And we didn't touch it, though. We didn't touch it. And then fucking look at him. Alabama's suck. bad, though. Yeah, Jalen Milrow actually played decent. At halftime, he had three touchdowns. Passing. And, if, then, and then the second half. Well, he half, only has two. He only has two for the game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He had two touchdown passes. They had scored all their points in the first half, touchdown-wise. Um, yeah. And uh, in the second half, they go six plays, punt, seven plays, field goal, and they ran the ball, 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 ran the ball incomplete pass. Uh, <laughs> and they went three and out, incomplete pass, run, incomplete pass. Punted the ball, ran the ball, sack, incomplete pass. Punted, run, incomplete pass, incomplete pass. And then end of game, ran the ball, five-yard completion, Jalen Milrow rush, ran the ball, 14-yard completion, ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball, 
and then killed the clock. That's Jalen Milrow, dude. That, that's that's who he is. Like, I'm gonna call the first half a fluke. He he doesn't. And his touch one of his touchdowns was a severely underthrown ball to a guy in the middle of the field who was open by 20 yards in any direction. He's not a good quarterback. Jalen Milrow will never play in the NFL. I'm going to tell you that right now. And I could have told you that last year. This kid will never play in the NFL. I'm not trying to shit on the guy, but this is the reason Alabama's not a competitor this year. They're not a contender because they don't have a quarterback. Also, they don't, like, I mean, like, I agree with you. Like, obviously, he's not it. But they also don't have the receivers that they used to have. They don't. But, like, but, Jermaine like, Burton was great last year for them. Ja'Cory Brooks is a guy that should play in the league. Isaiah Bond is a Jalen Waddle type of player. Like, it's not, like, awful. Kobe Prentice had a 79-yard touchdown. Yeah, but it's not like the year where Alabama had two uh, Jalen Hurts. To be fair, there's not, like, wide receiver room-wise, there's not a team other than UW this year that has a wide receiver room that you're drooling over. UW has a wide receiver room that you look at and you're like, oh, my God. Wait, and Ohio who? State. UW. Oh, yeah. UW and Ohio State. And everybody else, I'm like, I, you know, may, I guess maybe you could say USC. That's it. Everybody else, you're like, I mean, yeah, they got a guy or two, and that's it. It may be two, right? And that's that's Bama. They fall in that same category. Georgia doesn't have studs at wide receiver. Their offense still puts up numbers. And we'll talk about what we, what we didn't talk about in the Georgia game is Brock Bowers had uh, surgery, and he's going to be out four to six weeks. Um, and that's going to be very impactful for Georgia's offense. Um, but yeah, Bama's, Bama's not good. This game was very close against a not good uh, Arkansas team. Yeah. Um, next game. I mean, well, we skipped over it. Do you want to save Oregon-Washington and just do the rest? Or you want to yeah, talk about let's that? just go over them. North Carolina-Miami. North Carolina takes care of business. Knew it. Uh, yeah, we did know it. Um, overall. Who's surprised? Nobody. It was a good game. Miami, bad. <laughs> Uh, Tyler was, Van Dyke, almost 400 yards passing. Oh, he's, Still lost. He's been in there for eight years, so right. Yeah, no, no, he's he's not he's he's not great. Uh, but I mean, and it's North Carolina's defense too, so I'm gonna attribute a lot of those yards to that. Um, Louisville, Pittsburgh, fuck Louisville, because uh, they lost me all of my money this weekend. They lost me all my parlays, real life and fake money. Yeah. Uh, because they lost by 17 points to a 1-4 Pittsburgh team. Yeah. You were bad. Yeah. Obviously. I'm sorry that it happened to you, but that's embarrassing. Fucking Jack Plummer. Must be Jake Plummer's son. Shocking he's not good. Uh, <laughs> but, like, how do you lose by 17 to Pitt, dude? You just beat Notre Dame last week. How? You led in receiving, rushing, and passing, yardage-wise. And yeah. you still gave up 38 points. And you only scored 21 points. Yeah, you had, a, you had a running back that went 12 for 81, a receiver that went 9 for 120. Neither of them scored. Something's wrong. Bad. Your, Something's your wrong. quarterback threw for 350, one touchdown, two picks. Bad. Something's wrong. Your defense gave up 38 points to Pitt. Bad. Yeah. Fuck Louisville, they're fake. Okay. Uh, Oregon State takes care of UCLA. Um... Anything on yeah, this? nothing really. DJ Uyunglele is having a very good season. Uh, Slade Bolden, uh, no, sorry, Who's Silas. Steel guy from UCLA. I don't know Carson Steele. I don't know. It's from Indiana. That checks out. Yeah, long-haired white guy running the ball. Yeah, I don't know, man. He, I mean, he's averaging. 
So this season he averaged seven yards a carry, sixteen and a half yards a carry, two and a half yards a carry, four and a half, and five and a half or five yards. That's pretty it's pretty not bad. UCLA will run the ball. UCLA will run the ball. That's Chip Kelly's staple. Um, Utah takes care of Cal. Nothing there. Duke takes care of NC State. Nothing there. That's a reason they were one of my locks. Um, even without uh, Riley Leonard, still did that. Um, Tennessee takes care of A&M. A&M, fake. Shocking. To no Jimbo way. Fisher shouldn't be coaching. Anymore. He's a good recruiter. He's like he. Mar- Jimbo Fisher is the Mario Cristobal of the SEC. Yeah. He can recruit a hell of a team, and he can't coach. You know, his his one natty was because Jameis and Kelvin fucking Benjamin carried that offense. Uh, and then what happened? They played Oregon and lost by like forty. Okay, Get let's fucked. talk about Arizona not being fake. Let's talk about Washington State being fake. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, you want to flip it, dude. How embarrassing. Yeah, no, Arizona. And again, like we'll have to give Arizona credit because when UW only beat them by seven, we were like, dude, how do you only beat Arizona by seven? And then when USC went to triple overtime, we were like, dude, Arizona's bad. How are dude, you? Dude, Arizona might be uh, And decent. then they smoked UW. But yeah, I, and that, I mean, to be fair, they might be. They beat. They played NAU and beat them 38 to 3 who cares and then they beat, they beat UTEP 31 to 10 and i mean they lost to Mississippi State but only 31 24 so they've played three like good they played four good teams lost by a touchdown to Mississippi State on the road in SEC territory that's tough lost to to UW by a touchdown that's a great performance lost on the road at USC in triple overtime by a two point conversion and then beat Washington State on the road by 38 points. Arizona <laughs> might be good. Arizona's good, dude. I don't want to play him. <laughs> I, yeah, you should be afraid. We don't play him. Oh, okay. We play Arizona State, so we're going to smoke them. Well, uh, no. No, we're gonna, it's Kenny Dillingham who left us to go coach them. He left as our OC to oh, go coach that's them. Right, that's we're right. gonna win that. that we're gonna win that game by sixty points, and I think Dan Lanning's gonna run the score up. Yeah, uh, and I hope he does. Uh, right. No respect for that guy. LSU, uh, LSU smokes Auburn points. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels looking a lot better than he did start this season. Uh, so good for him. Kansas and Oklahoma State points. Kansas loses. No one took likes, the over. No one hit shot. that though. Hit that. That's huge. Fucking who's this? Jason Bean, dude. Four ten five tutties. That's a great performance from a quarterback. Yeah. Um, and then Oklahoma State ran the ball 30 times for 170 yards with one guy. 29 times. They rounded up both. <laughs> uh, and then their top receiver had six catches for buck 16. It was an offensive battle. It's Big 12 football. What do you fucking expect? Right. This, this is what you expect. It was a great game. Um, under the midnight sky uh, in uh, Bedlam. Fucking beautiful. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. And then Missouri upsets Kentucky. That's, pro- I mean, Missouri, good. Missouri is good. Missouri, good. Yeah. I, good. I, Missouri is a team that I don't think a lot of teams are going to want to face going forward. Um, they go at Georgia in three weeks. Okay, we... Interested in that game. And then they follow that with Tennessee on at home. So that's very interesting. Let's go ahead and get in next week's game because it has probably the biggest college football game of the year. Oh, we're just going to skip the Oregon UW game. But. Oh, shit. Yeah, we didn't talk about it. I thought we did. Okay, no, go ahead. Save it for the last. So, so, I said season over when we lost, right? Uh, well, I said season over when we went for it. You said season over in the second quarter. I think I said season over. No, you said season over in the second quarter. Yeah, well, I think it was when we went for it on fourth down to end the first half. Which must have killed you because <laughs> the Chargers do it. 
It's, it's my team. I was so mad. There's there's there were fourth down decisions in both of my team's games this weekend that I was like, I'm okay just, with this. It just I just think it's so hilarious. It's both my teams. It's both your teams. They it's just like go for it on the fourth down they all just the time. Both do it. Yeah. This one the, the one at the end of the first half killed me. Because we picked off Michael Penix at like the twenty five yard line. Get points out of that drive. If we get points out of that drive, it's 21-22 going in, and we get the ball. And instead, we went for it on fourth down, called a bad play, didn't get any points. I can respect Dan Landing saying, hey, we play aggressive. That's just how we play. I get it, but you left points on the board. And guess what? You kick that field goal, and it's overtime. Instead of kicking a field goal to win, or instead of kicking a field goal to go do overtime, Camden Lewis would have been kicking a field goal to win the game. Right. And yeah, overtime at UW would have been tough. But also momentum wise, right? We killed momentum. If you get points on that drive, you keep the momentum and then you roll into halftime. You get stopped on fourth down and now UW has the momentum back. And now, yeah, you're starting with the ball and you don't score and get fucked. And it was tough to watch. Um, Bucky Irving had a great game. Troy Franklin had a great game. Bo Nix had a great game offensively for the Ducks. But at the same time, dude, it's Michael Penix and UW and they got talented receivers. Um, I lost the same game parlay on this because Bo Nix didn't get one more carry for four yards. Um, <laughs> but I killed you. I took I took Roma Dunze to score. I took Troy Franklin to score. I Why took, would you don't bet on your own team? I also took things on UW to play well. Uh, I took, right? No, I yeah, you can take all those. Yards. Yeah, take all those. Never bet on your own team. Why well, didn't? Listen, <laughs> it was it was fourteen and a half yards. Or it was seventeen and a half yards. Don't take it. Did it hit? He had one for like Did 11. It hit? Did it hit? It didn't. And that's on me. No, half the time, that's just what happens to me. It doesn't matter who's playing. <laughs> um, Maybe you shouldn't bet anymore. I, I think I should stop. <laughs> I'm hemorrhaging money. I, I should stop. Uh, but I obviously after this game, I, I was bummed uh, immediately following it. You know, I was like, fuck, dude. Season's over, right? I said season over after the second, you know, at halftime. Um, and that's just because I overreact to everything. But the, obviously, season's not over. We dropped one spot in the AP rankings. With how our schedule plays out and how the Pac-12 championship works out, it's just the top two teams. It's not North versus South anymore. It's just the top two teams. If we went out, we will play in the Pac-12 championship game because we'll beat USC, right? It, like if we were to win out, we would beat USC, and we'd be playing in the Pac-12 championship game against UW, and we could avenge that loss hypothetically right like that would be so the season is not over yet we're probably gonna lose to like you know oregon state in the last game of the season because that's just how our seasons work every every year um and i'll be crushed then but right now i still got hope right. um, this offense is still fantastic few poor decision making uh a few poor poor decisions that were made my biggest gripe is with the last or the second to last mm. offensive drive that we had um because we get a stop on the one yard line up by four they ran like three plays from the one yard line we stuffed them every time get the ball back and then we ran a 10 play 51 yard drive got all the way to washington's 47 went for it on fourth and three and i wasn't against that fourth down call right i i had no issue with that my issue was with continuously waiting for the clock to run down to like four or five seconds and then snap and run the ball. We started that drive with six minutes on the clock. 
you're not running a six minute drive. Yeah. Score. Like you, you can go score. And the offense is built to do that. And now you're you're switching gears immediately after we just went and scored on a six play eighty yard sub three minute drive. And now you're like, we're gonna take six and six and a half minutes virtually off the clock and just drain it. And it's like, no, we're not. Like we can we? Sure. Did we? No, and I don't think anyone expected it. I would like to just go score a touchdown and go up uh, by 11 and win the game. Right. Instead of being like, well, no, we're going to take all the time off the clock, kick a field goal, be up by a touchdown. Uh, guess what? You'd have scored in two plays. They did. So how'd that work out for you? And then we, to be fair, the offense did their job, got all the way, got a 43-yard opportunity for Camden Lewis. I'm not going to hold anything against that guy. That guy is a fucking great kicker. He's been a great kicker at Oregon for the last, like, four years. I'm not going to fucking harp on Camden Lewis. Kicking is not like, I don't think it's tough, you know. But in college, it's hard to find, like, actually great kickers. And Camden Lewis has been good for years. I'm not going to hold that against him. Having, you know, some incomplete passes on, on first and second down, um, I, it's more so than anything that second to last drive that killed me. Yeah. Is what it is. Um, we can avenge it, though. I'm not, I'm not like, super dead after this week. We still have plenty of life. We just have to go out and bounce back this week against Washington State and then just every week just fucking answer. Answer every fucking week. And then get to that Pac-12 championship game, avenge the loss, see where things stand. Because as far as the SEC goes, it's just Georgia. As far as the Big 12 goes, it's Texas, Oklahoma, and who fucking wins there, who knows? I think they could both, you know, lose a game not to each other. Right. They just lose an extra game. Um, ACC looks like it'd be Florida State, but they still have to play Duke this week, and then they'll probably have to play like UNC for the ACC championship game, so that that's, that's tough matchups for them. But if they make it through, sick, that's the ACC rep. You got Georgia rep in the SEC. Maybe you get you probably get Michigan or Ohio State from the Big Ten, and then I think it'll come I down. Get both. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's going to come down to Michigan, Ohio State, and Oregon, UW. Right. If you have Michigan, Ohio State, and they played, and someone won once. Yeah, but what if, what if it starts to happen like Florida State and let's, UNC? Let's assume. Assume all Georgia, Florida let's, State. No, let's assume Georgia's number one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Two, three, four are open. Uh-huh. Florida State. Goes ACC, undefeated. Big Ten, Big Twelve, Pac-12. Big Twelve, Pac Twelve. They all Four have last one la- one one loss champions. Say, yeah, crazy okay. So say or- all four. So that would be Oregon beats UW for the Pac Twelve championship. Okay. That would say probably. Texas beats Oklahoma unless Oklahoma loses to somebody else. Either way, Texas or Oklahoma. And then Big Ten would be... Michigan or Ohio State. That would mean, so let's hypothetically say State. Ohio State beats Michigan. And well, then, see, but that's the thing. If Ohio, whoever wins is not losing the Big Ten championship. This this Saturday at 9 a.m. will say a lot about the Big Ten. We'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. Though that trio of teams playing each other, those three games, are gonna decide a lot for college football playoff. Absolutely. I think whoever I think the winner of the Big Ten is probably undefeated. Like either Ohio State beats Michigan and Penn State, or one of you know one of those three teams wins against both. Most likely. How is the Big Ten so lopsided on one side of the division? 
Yeah, where they'll have to stupid. play like fucking Iowa. And guess what? Fucking Oregon and UW get added to that next year. And USC and UCLA. What Big the t- fuck? Big Ten next year is going to be tough. Fuck, dude. We play <laughs> Michigan and Ohio State in UW. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Fuck me, dude. Anyways, I think realistically what we're looking at, I don't know who's going to do it in the Big Ten, but I think Georgia will be undefeated. They'll be number one. Whoever comes out of the Big Ten will be undefeated and be number two, whether it's Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. Who knows? And then you have two spots left for Big 12 champion, ACC champion, and Pac-12 champion. Which is why I can't wait for it to expand next year. Um, but if Florida State wins out, they're in. Yes. Period. You can't. You have to have the top three undefeated teams in as one, two, three. So that last spot's going to come down to Big Twelve champion, Pac Twelve champion, and if one of them's un- if one of them's undefeated, whether it's UW or if it's uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, they get they're it. in. But if UW plays Oregon again and we revenge it. If Oklahoma has a loss, I think if Oklahoma has a loss and or if it's a one loss Pac twelve and a one loss Big Twelve, it's gotta be the Pac twelve champion. I agree. They're, especially this year. But if they're in a feed Especially if it's Oregon versus UW and Oregon wins. Yes, if it's Oregon UW and Oregon wins and becomes that one loss champion versus an Oklahoma team that has a loss or a Texas team that has a loss, you're gonna give me fucking Oregon over Oklahoma easily. Not even a fucking question. Because the Pac twelve has been so much more difficult and so much better than any other conference this year yeah no i agree so it's gonna be very interesting going into next week um kick it off 9 a.m because college football hates us is penn state ohio state that's game of the week it's game of the week it's not even a fucking question um i know like i think game game days at uh tallahassee for duke florida state but this is game of the week and it's a shame that it's not a 4 30 game um, over here on the West Coast, and should like, should be a six thirty game, seven thirty. God damn shame! College football doesn't know what they're doing because this is the at this biggest point. Game. At this point, that's the biggest game. That's a that is a game, game that's that going to decide top ten matchup. That's a game that's going to decide a college football playoff team. Whereas, you know, Duke Florida State could, but realistically, you're looking at Florida State is uh, what a fourteen and a half point favorite. Why is that game of the week? Why is that game day? Why is that an after? And that should be an afternoon game as well. Why are you not going to Columbus? It should be. You should be going to Columbus. It should be at the shoe. Um, I'm not making a pick in this game. I gen- I genuinely don't have any fucking clue. I've got some stuff after we do our full breakdown. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma play UCF. I'm interested in that game because UCF has um, oh fucking Trent Dilfer coaching and guys a fucking psycho as a coach. Yeah, I love it. Um, and he might get those guys ready for Oklahoma. Maybe not. They might get smoked. But maybe they show up. You know, no. That's what makes that game electric. Dude, Air Force is undefeated, and they're really fucking good. I would take that 10.5. I don't have it as a bet. I'd take that 10.5. Air Force has been fucking good this year. They've been blowing people out. Yeah, 42 set. I mean, they haven't played some like great teams, but they're undefeated. For Air Force to be ranked 22, period. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> Any military academy can ranked. <laughs> they only run triple option, and they're ranked. It's crazy. Tennessee, Bama, you know, fucking, what, I forgot what the game's called. They, whoever wins smokes cigars. I'm sure it'll be Alabama. Not by nine, but I'm sure it'll be Alabama. Yeah. You know? Um, probably points, I imagine. And, you know, it means nothing, realistically. Missouri over South Carolina, seven and a half. I'll take that. Um Tulane in North Texas. Sure, dude. Tulane. Also love that. 
I love the two lanes. Just <laughs> I here. love when you ever, when, when you get ranked at schools ranked. Two lanes there because they beat USC in a bowl game last year. Yeah, and they're still hanging around, and they have a loss, and it's to Ole Miss by seventeen. <laughs> and Ole Miss is not ranked, so here we are. Uh, Minnesota, Iowa, dude, Iowa's gonna win out. Iowa's gonna win out, and they're gonna finish with one loss. And they'll be and they'll they'll get smoked by whoever wins between Ohio yeah. State, Penn State, and Michigan because the rest yeah. of their schedule is Minnesota, Northwestern, Rutgers, Illinois. That is such a broken big. They need to they reshuffle. Need to they need to fix it. They need to reshuffle. I think, I think what's gonna happen. I think Oregon and UW probably gonna go to whatever the other division is. That's yeah, they not. have to because you can't have Oregon and UW and US or in a. Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State all in the same division. You can't. That's just not fair. You gotta again. You gotta keep Oregon and UW together. I think it'll be in that other division. Um, USC UCLA. I don't think matters which side they're on. But yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, you know, Iowa's gonna play Minnesota, Northwestern, Rutgers, and Illinois. That is four consecutive home games, and then they go on the road to Nebraska to finish the season. So that's five wins, and they'll finish eleven and one. And then they'll lose the Big Ten Championship by 35 points. Um, next up, we get Texas-Houston. I'm excited. Points. Who knows? A lot of points. Who knows with Texas ever? Who knows with Houston? You know? Maybe they fucking light it up. Who knows? Uh, Virginia, North Carolina. North Carolina should smoke Virginia. Ole Miss. And, oh, I'm sorry. Ole Miss is ranked. My bad. But they're, you know, six-and-a-half-point favorites against a three-and-three three armor team. So, um, <laughs> Tells you everything you need yeah. to know. Michigan will smoke Michigan State without a coach. And then Duke-Florida State is the highlight of the afternoon evenings, or of the evening slate, I guess. Um, I don't – you, you and I disagree on this. I do think Florida State – or I don't think Duke covers plus 14-and-a-half. No, 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 no. That's, that's very much in a possibility of elements that could happen. I don't even know if Riley Leonard's playing. But Duke has just been good. It's not even like, oh, wow, they're like feisty. No, Duke is good at football. It's weird. It's, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. And I don't like, and I don't like, like whenever you mention Duke in football, I don't like talking about it. I don't talk about because, it. I'm because it, Duke doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like, I've seen, like, I follow a lot of, like, Duke fan pages, you know, because basketball, and they're always like, yeah, this football team, and I'm like, I, I genuinely don't care. <laughs> I, I really could not care less about the football team. <laughs> Stop I, talking I just about watch the basketball. football team. I'm like, I, my team, my team's better than your team. If Oregon played Duke, I'd be rocking Oregon, and they'd win by 45. Right. But, you know, good for Duke. Uh, Excited to see how this game does turn out. How uh, does the LSU get Army in the middle of their schedule? Fuck it, dude. Paid him. Paid him fat. Probably. Uh, especially a 2-4 and four Army. And that 59 is, is interesting to me because I think LSU might score 60. <laughs> but I also don't know if Army's just going to have the ball no, for half the game. L- L- Army's just going to run the ball. They might, I know that they that's, might that's average why, four yards per carry. That's why that's why it's so interesting to me, and that's why I'm not touching that over under because I want the I want this 59 because LSU is going to score nine touchdowns. I almost want to just I almost want to touch it just because. Go for it. Uh, Utah USC is another interesting game for the evening slate. USC seven point favorites. Couldn't tell you why. I'd be uh, taking Utah plus seven. Plus seven. Uh, I'm taking the over. I, I do have that as a bet, and I'm taking the I over. I am going to take the over. Uh, Arizona State and UW. UW will smoke Arizona State. Do what to Arizona State um, what like USC should have done um, and what Colorado should have done. And UW would be like, oh, yeah, no, we are good and they are bad. Scatterboo, though. 
Dude, Scatter, Scatterboo is <laughs> the X Factor. But I do think UW smokes. If he throws a pass, you got to in-play Arizona State. I have to. <laughs> UCLA will take care of Stanford. Um, the 17, again, is interesting to me just because it's that they're going to both run the ball. They're All right, what's your bets for college football? Also, Oregon will take care of Washington State. It's not really – that's not really complex. My bets for college football okay. – um, I taking, will add in when I want to, and then okay. I'll add mine at the end. I'm taking the over in the Wazoo-Oregon game, 62. We Wazoo always plays us tough for some fucking reason. It pisses me off every goddamn year. Last year, we had to get like a late-game pick six to win that game. It'll go over. Michigan minus 24 against Michigan State. They don't have a coach, and they've looked atrocious all fucking year. So I'm going to take Michigan minus 24. Um, I'm taking Duke plus 14.5. You did say you were taking Florida State minus 14.5. I did? You, you said that yesterday. I don't know if you want to stick to it. You don't have to. All right. Hey, I said it. I said it. Uh, Trust you. How much I'm already you, down 70. How much, do you want to, how much do you want to put on it? Then? I'll put 10 on it. Okay. Um, I'm, putting, I'm putting 20. On Duke plus 14 and a half. Um, sorry, let me finish adding that real quick. Um, then we get Utah USC. I'm taking the over. I put 20 on that. You're taking the over. How much putting on that? I'm going to put 20 on that too. Okay. Uh, and then Arizona State versus UW, and I'm taking UW minus 26 and a half. I think they show the show everybody like, hey, this is what a team should do to Arizona State. I'm uh, not going to touch it. Now nah, I'm putting 20 on it. And then my last one is... This has to be a gimme, and I swear to God, if I go over two on UConn games, I'll retire from betting. UConn. I'm taking USF minus two against UConn. That is the line. And if USF can't beat UConn by two points, I quit. I quit. And don't listen to anything I say about betting ever again. Fade me on everything. Literally, you never listen to me again. USF, not UCF. No, no, UCF is playing You're Oklahoma. Right. Okay. I'm taking no UCF is playing yes Oklahoma yeah okay yeah, I'm taking I'm taking USF minus two and I got twenty on it give I don't me, have a parlay though give me ten on that okay uh, any other college football games you want to put money on yes sir okay give me Penn State plus four and a half okay so Penn State versus Ohio State uh, Ohio State's minus four and a half yep and you are taking Penn State plus four and a half how much you put on it ten. Uh, give me ten dollars on UCF plus seventeen and a half against Oklahoma. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, taking UCF plus seventeen and a half. Yeah, I like that. I'm not touching it because fucking Big Twelve football. You never fucking know what's gonna happen. But okay, give me twenty on Tennessee plus nine. Against Alabama. That's at Bama, right? Yep. Uh, minus, Alabama's minus nine? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not touching it for your sake. Okay. Then, give me 20 on Mizzou. Minus seven and a half against South Carolina. Minus seven and a half? Yep. Missouri's at home, right? Yes. I, I like that a lot, too. Missouri's been fucking good this year. Yeah. Okay. And then, give me 20 on the Texas 
versus Houston. Houston at home. Over 61. Houston's at home? No. Texas at home. Houston's at home. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was just trying to... My bad, my bad. My bad, my bad. My bad. Uh, what's the... What's it? Uh, 61. See, I love a lot of these, and I'm not touching them, because I want you to make money. <laughs> okay, um, and then I think that wraps me up for college. Yeah, that's going to wrap it up for, for college. Um, okay, hold on. Let me go pee real quick before we get into yeah. my NFL recap. Tim's going to go pee. And then he'll come back, and then I'm going to go pee. Um, yeah, we obviously Kyle's not here. I, I've asked Kyle for picks. I've asked Kyle for bets. Kyle has not responded with either one. So Kyle's going to make bets, I assume, potentially. He's got to give us his can't-lose parlay at some point. Um, and then he's going to make some bets on these, and we'll check in next week, obviously, with how all of our bets did. Timmy's way more active this week because he's in a hole. I am the same level of active because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, we'll see how our can't lose parlays do. Um, I did lean into Kyle's, uh, shenanigans for can't lose parlay this week. Uh, a little bit. I still, I feel like went kind of dumb with it and made some bets that I probably could have made a lot easier on myself, but we'll see how they play out. Um, so it should be, should be a blast next week. Um, and then we'll jump into some NFL here in just a moment. Uh, we're obviously going to be recapping week six first and then going into our week seven predictions, um, go into, uh, picks standings as well. How we all did last week. Uh, spoiler alert, Timmy did fucking great. Um, let's see here. Oh man. All right. We're going to jump into uh, football NFL in just a moment. I got to pee though. Uh, go Pete. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, guys. So, you know, obviously we went over college. Uh, NFL that's going on right now. Jags up 24-16 over the Saints. Um, pass interference on the Saints this last call. Uh, let's check in on some MLB real quick. All the way for Logan. Astros up 9-3 in the top of the eighth. Um, so it looks like Astros are going to grab... Two games in Arlington. Obviously, anything can happen. We're rooting for the Rangers here. Um, anything can happen. Uh, but looks like it's going to go 2-2 going into that. Um, NFL. Let's let's go ahead and go into the NFL. Before we get into my NFL recap, guys, what are some games that maybe you guys are looking forward to hearing about? Um, also, what are some games you guys are looking forward to seeing on Sunday? Um Games that I'm seeing right now that I would love to see. For some reason, that Commanders-Giants games pops out at me. Just like two, like, depending on who we have at quarterback. Um, For week seven. Yeah, just games that I'm, we're looking forward to. Yeah. Um, Chargers-Chiefs. That, no, I'm not looking forward <laughs> to. a game that I am looking forward to. Um, Sunday night should be a very, very good game. We deal Dolphins-Eagles. We deal with Thursday night to get Sunday night. We dealt with a Jags Saints Thursday night game, so that this we game could, is good. So that we could be. What do you mean this game is good? Twenty four sixteen is a one score game. What are you talking about? Oh, they, oh, Saints making comeback. Uh, either way, <laughs> it's a one score game right now. Way, either way, you deal with a Jags Saints, so you can get a Dolphins Eagles every day of the week. Um, oh, oh, did he get it? Did he get it? That is an interesting thing. Okay, guys. Either way, it's time for some, a week six recap. Timmy's week six recap. So. 
Like I said, guys, last week, obviously, we had mic problems, and I apologize to everyone for it. Let me make sure that my mic is working. Pop, pop, pop. Yep, it is working. Uh, I'm sorry for those ears that may have gotten uh, bled. Uh, just had to make sure. Guys, so I'm going to go into this re- uh, NFL week, week 6 recap. For those of you watching on Twitch, you're not going to hear anything um, as far as just me recapping the games. But those of you listening to the podcast... And if you don't listen to the podcast, only Twitch, I implore you to uh, check out the podcast during this time segment to check out the music. Yeah, and that anything are... you missed from the, the live stream. Yeah. And again, uh, this one will have the official audio from our buddy Brad on it. Um, so, Brad, out, Brad, we appreciate you. You're the man. Um, it was an awesome soundbite, and we cannot wait to use it uh, for every single recap. But, here we go. Can you get my timestamp in my head yet? 135-ish? The Ravens look like the Ravens, but man, oh man, the Titans just look worse and worse. And to make it even worse for the Titans, instead of throwing out Will Levis and letting him get fucking smoked, they let Malik Willis garbage ass. Out on the field. Ravens 24, Titans 16. The Riddler threw two costly picks in the fourth quarter, which sealed the deal for Sam. How is he winning games, L? Commanders 24, Falcons 16. Without Justin Jefferson, Kirk, I fuck my cousins, looked lost out there and only threw for 181 yards. But thanks to Justin, I got her on the fields. Having to exit the game, <laughs> the Vikings were able to do just enough to secure this one. Vikings 19, Bears 13. The first home team win on Sunday was the Bengals, and it wasn't pretty by any means. But the Bengals are back, baby. Joe Burrow, my dick, and your grandma threw two touchdowns, and Vagino Smith threw two interceptions. Bengals 17, (laughs) Seacocks 13. My oh my, how the mighty fall. PJ Walker, PJ, walk up to your mother and knock her out. Er, just did that. Was it pretty? Hell no. Terrible game. Brock? More like dumb limp cock. Only threw it for 125 yards, and Jake Booty missed the game winner. Browns 19, Niners 17. Nothing to see at Hard Rock as the, as the Dolphins dismantled the Dolphins. It was like Oprah was handing out touchdowns. Dolphins 42, Panthers 21. Gardner looked like minced meat as he threw three interceptions in. Neither Zach Fungus or Jonathan Pussball Taylor couldn't get anything going on the ground. To be fair, Jags didn't look all that much better. Jags 37, Colts 20. CJ Stroud is striding his way to Rookie of the Year, putting together a Cinderella story of a season. These guys could actually win their division. On the other hand, every NFC South team looks like absolute garbage. Even though Derek Truck threw for 353 yards, it somehow wasn't enough to beat the Texans. Texans 20, Saints 13. The Raiders are somehow 3-3, three and three, and I'm not really sure how, but good for them. The Patriots are easily one of the three worst teams in the NFL. I blame the fact that Kendrick Bourne is their wide receiver one. Raiders 21, Patriots 17. I also would have never thought the Jets would be 3-3, three and three, but here we are. With Aaron Rodgers throwing passes on the sideline, that must have spooked Jalen Hurts' car rental company because he threw three picks in this one. Jets 20, Eagles 14. Nothing extravagant going on in Raymond James Stadium is this last Sunday, but Jared Goff absolutely balling out. Lions are now the best team in the NFC. Change my mind. Lions 20, Bucks 6. 
Going into halftime with a score of 96, this looked like it was going to be the worst game on Sunday, but Sean McVay had other plans as Kai ran down North Throat Williams, put up over 145 yards on the ground in the second half. Rams 26, Cardinals 9. The fact the Giants had a chance to win this game is a testament to how bad Daniel Jones is. The Giants actually look like a football team and not a rotting pile of dead rats. Josh Allen avoids embarrassing. Bills 14, Giants 9. I chuck up the Chargers lost to Justin Herbert noon. Too many commercials. And for any Cowboys fans out there that think they played good just because he didn't throw any interceptions, just remember, the Chargers actively try to lose games. Cowboys 20, Chargers 17. Yeah, that's a good recap. That's a really good recap. Uh, we're, <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to talk about our two games, obviously, and then we got four on deck. Um, we're not going to touch on Giants-Bills, but there was obviously that, uh, you know, arguable P.I. is probably P.I., Oh, Michael Thomas scored a touchdown. Uh, Michael Thomas just scored a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, arguable P.I., it was P.I. At least it was holding. And the Gi- that Bills, means the Saints still have a chance here. Yeah. Giants should have had another opportunity to try to score from the one-yard line. Or half-yard line, I guess. Um, oh, he's out. No, it's touchdown. They call it touchdown. Uh, he was out. Yeah, but they call it touchdown. Yeah, uh, he was out. Yeah, okay. Um, he was out. Other than that, uh, nothing else really to talk about in, in most of these games that we're not already going to be covering. Um, we'll start with uh, our games, though. Tim, I'll let you take it away with, with Cardinals-Rams, because your team actually looked good. Uh, yeah. I'll take it away. Uh, Rams-Cardinals, first half was not pretty for us. Uh, oh, they actually just... Yep, yeah, gave it to him. Oh, Two-point attempt, got him in the flat. Um, yep, I'm that's pretty sure game. Michael Thomas only got one knee in. Yep, but... Well, one that, knee is two feet. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, well, that's that. That's that, then. Okay, anyway, uh, Rams, first half, didn't look great. Uh, couldn't really get anything going on the ground, so we tried to pass it. Didn't really work out. Like I said, 9-6, to six, right? Cardinals were up 9-6 to six at halftime. I was very happy uh, after halftime. Uh, then we started to, uh, you know, just use the running game. Um, and Kyron Williams was just unbelievable. Um, I mean, eight yards a carry. He averaged eight yards a carry. In that second half, he averaged at least 12. That's so stupid. Because he had like three rushes for like six yards in the first half. But that was it. That's all the Rams did. That's that's the whole thing. Um, and that, that opens up the pass game. That's whole. That's Sean McVay's whole thing. Like establish a, a running game, something you can go off of. And then the play action to Cooper, those short, quick routes, play action to Cooper Cup, blah, 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 opens up so much of this Rams offense. Um, and I think this game, obviously against the Cardinals, they're one of five. They're not a great team. But, again, I keep going back to this. I Next game against the Steelers, we'll f- somehow fuck this up to where we look, where we make it look way too hard than it has to be. Like, this is this is as easy as it gets. Obviously, it's against Cardinals defense. Next week, we go into, we go into Pittsburgh. Um, they have a good defense. Like, that, that's not a question. Uh, but we won't have running backs. So, we're going to make this look way harder than it has to be. And it doesn't have to be that hard. Like, all you have to do is run it down their throats a little bit. And, yeah, sure, maybe that sounds hard. All I'm looking for is a little bit of an establish of a run game so that Matthew Stafford can work off play action, get the ball to Cooper Cup, get the ball to Puka Nakua. The only deep threat we have is 2-2. So we're you're banking on two slot receiver guys, Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. So you need play action to get those slot receivers really going. Um, establish the run early, though. 
Exactly. So the opposite of last week. Uh, I felt really good about Cooper Cup. Obviously, he's back to where he is, one hundred percent. I mean, last Cooper game Cup's he had over a hundred yards. This week, one forty-eight and a touchdown. Um, it was Seven great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love Cooper. <laughs> he he is. I think people started like writing him off because he was injured. Like in my mind, right? Obviously, people probably weren't. But when you talk about like the top five wide receivers in the league. For some reason, I thought people weren't putting him in that category, uh, and I think that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, he's easily a top five wide receiver in this league, um, and I yeah, I was very happy. Second half, first half wasn't happy. Second half, very, very happy. happy. <laughs> um, I was watching with you, um, working on homework in between, a little bit. Like I was like, oh my god, oh my god, and then I would keep on going back and forth. Um, trying to do coding and watch the game and drink beer. Uh, but it all worked out in the end. Uh, got, the, got the project turned in. Fuck yeah. On time. Hell yeah. Uh, don't know how correct it is, but... Yeah, you got it turned in. <laughs> got, got it turned in. Points are points. Uh, but very happy with Kyron Williams. It's career high, 158 yards. Got his career long, 31-yard rushing attempt in the second half. Uh, was very happy with the running game. Unfortunately, Kyron Williams and our backup running Rivers right now are looking to be out next week. Um, so we'll see how that goes for the running game. That's what I was saying earlier. But yeah, overall, you guys signed like three running backs. Yeah, no, yeah, we went, we went full. I forgot who the third one was, but it, it's Ro- Daryl Henderson is back as a Ram on the practice squad. On the practice squad, but you guys signed like three running backs to play this week. So we signed Royce Freeman to the active roster, signed Miles, Miles Gasman to the active roster, uh, signed Daryl Henderson to the practice squad. Uh, I thought there was a third running back that was like that would be four then. Well, sorry, I thought there was like a third that I saw. That was listed that you guys are going to be playing this week because, uh, what's his name? Daryl Henderson is on the practice squad. Uh, I'm trying to see. Yeah, Zach Darryl. Evans. Zach Evans. I think. I don't think we signed him. Well, I think he, I think he's already on the roster. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, okay, you signed three guys, but your running back trio for this week is Zach was, Evans, Royce Freeman, Miles Gaskin. Yeah. And, dude, if Royce Freeman doesn't get the bulk of your carries, it's bad on your coaching. I wish we had a little Sony Michelle you action. You literally have a Rolls Royce in your backfield. Use it. <laughs> that, was uh, his, that was his nickname at Oregon. I know. I Yeah. Uh, Give him the carries. Overall, very happy. We're 3-3 three and three now. Um, I think, like, honestly, like, if I'm being honest, I think the Rams should very, or very much... Should be four and two, and we could be five and one. You could like we we held the we played the two toughest teams in the NFC. We played the Niners and Eagles, and we lost by one score on each of those. Yeah, like or two scores scores to the Eagles. Yeah, but the Bengals game very well could have been a dub. Like the Rams could very much be five and one right now. I I would say you probably I would argue four and two because four and two yes. Yes, I'm just saying there's five and one. I'm just saying there's that chance at five and one. Four and two is much more realistic, and I think four and two would be, fuck, everyone. I mean, already everyone's like, oh, we were wrong about the Rams. Yeah, because nobody thought we had a chance this year. It was all because of the defense. Defense, uh, (laughs) fun fact, uh, we have the youngest defense in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And, like, I know holding the Cardinals to nine isn't really that much of a fucking clout. Yes, it is. But we held the, the Eagles? No, it is. Because the Cardinals scored 
against the Commanders, who also have a good defense, 16. Against the Giants, bad defense, 28. Against the Cowboys, 16. Against the Niners, 16. Against the Bengals, 20. So we held them to their least amount I was points. Niners, better defense than you guys. On paper, at least. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> they are... They're a better defense. Sorry, I'm sorry. They scored 28 against the Cowboys. Um, so, yeah, by far, like by a touchdown, their fewest points of the season. Exclusively field goals. You're the only team that's held them to no touchdowns. Your defense has looked fantastic this year, and it's not just Aaron Donald. The coverage has looked good enough. No, and our coverage. Jalen Ramsey. Our, our coverage. Like, we, have, we have John Johnson, which I love to have back. Uh, we have Jordan Fuller. Those are our safeties. And then we have What's like up, Darion Kendrick as a cornerback. We have uh, Russ Yeast as like a nickel safety. Dude, Russ corner. Yeast is is not. I mean, it's a football player name. Russ Yeast is definitely a football player name, but not a tw- a cornerback in twenty twenty three. What do you mean, Russ Yeast? Uh, I can't. I can't put my finger on it. That's like a that's like a guy that played in the sixties. Right, played linebacker in the sixties. Oh, Russ okay, Yeast. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's, not, that's not a corner in twenty. But I think he's operating as like a nickel corner Stair safety. Carter. Like, like I'm very happy with how our defense is right now. Uh, like, your defense so but far. the problem is, is these three losses, they're against the Bengals, Eagles, and Niners, right? It's good teams. Those are good teams. However, we had chances to <laughs> win every chances. single one of them. You did, absolutely. We had chances to win every single one of them. But to be fair, also, like... I know you got Cooper. But I'm back. hoping that those are three toughest tests of the season. Like, and realistically, I'm hoping we can end up being somewhere around the, you know, 11 and 6. 11 and 5. 11 and 6. No, 11 and 5. 17 games you play. 11 and 6. 11 and 6 mark, 12 and 5 mark. Well, that would be. That would be crazy, that, right? You'd However, be a two seed. That's what I'm saying. But with the three teams we already played, those are the three toughest tests. We have to play the Niners again. Yeah. Give me a loss on that. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> We're not but, beating the Niners in the but regular season. Steelers, Cowboys, Packers, Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, Ravens will be tough. Commanders, Saints, Giants. I, I would we, take wins in all those. I'm just saying. That, like I, I do see like two like just looking ahead on how you guys have played so far. And Matthew Stafford is the second highest rated NFC quarterback this season. Yes. Yeah. Who's the first? Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Yeah. Uh, and then again, looking forward at the rest of the schedule, there's two games that I would go, those are losses, and everything else I would give you guys, or at <laughs> least minimally it's up in the air. I don't think we lose to the Cowboys. I don't think so either. I would say the two are the Ravens and the Niners that I would be like, probably losses. Everybody and else... And that's just because you're a fan of the Ravens. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, it's also in Baltimore. Um, <laughs> Fuck them. But... Fuck them. But, so I look at those two and I'm like... Probably losses, but everything else, I'm like, probably wins. I would put down. Okay, on paper so you wins. give those two less losses. Twelve and five. Give me the Cowboys, Ravens, Niners as losses. That's six, right? Eleven and six. It's eleven and six. Take that. Yeah. Give me ten and seven because everyone thinks that we're not going to make the seven playoffs. The playoffs. Ten and like people thought we were going to go like eight, nine, seven, and ten. This people year. thought you were going to go five and twelve. And fuck them. Yeah. Because the Rams are not going five and twelve. What was my prediction? <laughs> yeah, what was your prediction? <laughs> I, I need I need to see what my prediction was. NFL predictions. I picked as far as the NFC goes eight and nine. You're wrong. I was wrong, but 
What did Kyle do? Kyle said... 7 to 10. Kyle, worse friend than me. Yep. What did I say? You probably said like 12 and 5. Yep. 11 and 6. If the Rams go 11 and 6 and you predict that, I swear to God, I'll, I'll just take your predictions as gospel for the rest of my life. You, you predicted fucking Heat Lakers in the bubble, and then if you predict the Rams 11 and 6... Even if it's biased and you still picked them 11... You also picked the Niners 10 and 7, which I don't think is going to happen, but... Mm-mm. But 11 and 6? How do you do six. that? <laughs> How the fuck do you do that, Tim? Uh, anyways. Uh, but either way, very happy with this game. Let's go ahead... We'll save your game because it's Sunday night. Let's go ahead and talk about... Give me a second. One, blah, blah, let me, uh, let me back Ravens up. Ravens Titans first in London. Ravens uh, Titans in London. Like I, like I said in my little recap, Ravens look like the Ravens. Like, it was nothing special. Yeah. The more, the Titans more, are bad. Titans are bad. And Ryan Tannehill got hurt, and then the Titans, like, made it close. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. Um... Lamar continues to, like, lead the Ravens in rushing, which hurts my argument that he's, <laughs> he's not a running back. I don't know why he loves to run so much. I, I, know, why, I, know, I know why. It's because he's so fucking good at it. He is so he's good at so it. He's so fucking good at it. He could, just, he could be just a running back. I mean, he, no, you know what I'm saying. Size-wise, he couldn't. But if you just throw him back there and ask him to run all the time, he could I don't know. He's, just like, he's too tall to be an every down running back. Not every down. Yeah, but, like, when you just let him fucking scramble around, like, yeah, he's fucking the lead at it. Um, Hello! Is Gavin? Uh, Gavin. Yeah. Who's Uh, Gavin? Gavin. Oh, did you already Uh, say something about Gavin? Yeah, I said what's up. Uh, Oh, what's up, Gavin? Lamar goes 21 of 30 with a touchdown and a pick, 223 yards. Um, It's nothing special. It's nothing bad. Like, that's a, that's a solid Lamar performance. Zay Flowers uh, performed a lot better this week than he did last week. Didn't have nearly as many drops. Um, did score his first career touchdown. Good for him. Um, but again, like, it's so tough for me as a Lamar defender. But it's all, like, you know, because he has games like this where it's like, yeah, but he also ran the ball 13 times. And it wasn't like designed runs every time. But at the same time, I still sit here and I go, he still doesn't have a really good receiving core. Because his his number two receiver is Nelson Aguilar. Okay, so here's my whole thing. Right now, yes, because his, his receiving core is they still depleted. Are, the, the, the front office still is not doing enough <laughs> to get Lamar, like, good receivers. No, see, that's, that's, that's the argument I don't want to fucking hear. Because they did. They went out, they, went they signed OBJ, and they... Off and of they, two torn ACLs, they signed OBJ. Okay, what... There wasn't any receivers. They went out and drafted Dave Flowers, and he's looking like it's going to work D-hop. out. D-Hop. D-Hop. No, D-Hop, that's D-Hop. They didn't... I don't think that's their fault. Okay, Chris and Kirk just fucking... Score attention? Yeah, just fucking absolutely blasted the fucking Uh, All I'm saying is... No, no, I'm done hearing about that shit. So, okay, no, what I'm saying is... Like, how many guys, like... I think it's that they're... Just just because two fucking ACLs, I know that's a lot, but Odell is still a better receiver than, like, fucking, like, 70% of the receivers out there. Would you rather have Kendrick Bourne? Or Odell. Uh, right now, Kendrick Bourne. I'd rather have Ken- like if I'm if I'm for like longevity. I'd rather have Kendrick Bourne. 
I'd but rather, I'd rather have fucking a rat. That's bold. Uh, <laughs> so the, the only issue for me is like I get it on paper they went out and made those decisions, but like the Rashad Bateman pick obviously is not panning out. He has not been the guy they wanted out of a second round receiver. Right, right. He's no Tank Dell. He's no uh, Christian Watson. Right. He's mediocre when he's healthy. Um, you go and get Nelson Aguilar. I think Zay Flowers is a great step in the right direction. But you look at the rest of the team and it's like and, – and I'm not going to say like it's on the front office for not trying. They're trying. It's just also they can't get guys to commit at receiver because their offense is still predicated on the run. Exactly. And, that's and it's probably going, it's probably because receivers like, I don't want to go there because no, no, exactly. like, I'm not going to be able to shine. I'm going to have to block. That's why. It's not even I'm not going to be able yeah. to shine. It's I'm going to have to block yeah. half the time. So how can you blame receivers? No, no I can't, can't blame no, no. anyone except for Lamar. No. I'm going to blame – Well, you. uh – well, no. So what I'm what I would say is like, I don't even know if there's blame to be placed anywhere anymore because you have Lamar, who is a elite athlete running the ball, and so you do absolutely so stud. So you do have to account for that. But at the same time, I look at that and I go, yeah, but Jalen Hurts is also a great runner of the football, and they have AJ Brown and Devonte Smith. Yeah, and because, every single week, one of the them, run. and every single week, Devontae Smith gets like two catches. That's it. Yeah, but then AJ Brown has the most consistent. No, AJ Brown. No, AJ Brown is an absolute stud. All I'm yeah. saying is Devontae Smith is like almost like an afterthought. He's just a wide receiver two there. But you have but you have a guy like that on the roster that then in a game where you're facing a team with a true number one corner that maybe can maybe not lock up AJ Brown but make his life way more difficult, then Devontae can go off. Whereas if you're the Ravens. You're sitting there and you're going, okay, we're going to run the ball a lot. And that's just how our offense is built. Even when we get a different offensive coordinator, we're going to run the ball a lot. And that's what they do. They ran the ball 39 times and they called 30 pass plays. You know? like Or they threw the ball 30 times. They probably called more passes, right? I mean, Lamar took a sack and then also probably scrambled a few times. But you look at it, 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 to me, like it's getting harder and harder, obviously, to defend Lamar because he does scramble so much. Um but I also think it's just a mix of this offense. You're like, okay, like you gotta, I don't know, you gotta, you gotta call us runs. But at the same time, like that is their offense, and so it's kind of tough. I think Lamar probably maybe should have gone somewhere else. <laughs> like it's not a team predicated on running the football. If he really wanted to prove himself as a quarterback, he'd be like, hey, thanks for taking the shot on me, but you're not gonna let me shine as a quarterback. You're gonna ask me to run the ball a lot, which I get. I don't but, know if it's all on Lamar though. At that well, it's point. not. That's what, it's it's this mix of the the team is already predicated on running the ball. The Ravens have been predicated on running the ball since uh, John Harbaugh got there. Yeah. So like that's their offense, and so you get Lamar, and it's like, well, we're going to run because we have the best running quarterback in the league, um, who is also a good quarterback, but he's the best running quarterback. So we're going to let him run the ball more often than anything, and we're built to run the football. We have a good offensive line that loves to block. We're going to get receivers that block. Like that's just what we do. We're going to run a three tight end offense. We're going to fucking throw Patrick Hart at fullback and run the fucking ball. And and so that's the thing is it's like Lamar is a great runner, but he's also on a team that loves to run the ball. So, like, he's not going to get the opportunities to shine as a quarterback. It's right. just one of those situations but where, you know, That's why tough. the Ravens are never going to look like that explosive team. I don't think the Ravens will ever win a Super Bowl. And I don't think Lamar will ever win a Super Bowl, at least not in Baltimore, if he stays there for his whole career. Because there's, you can't run the ball predominantly and win a Super Bowl. It doesn't happen. When was the last game they did? Right, like like the last couple years have been the Chiefs, and they're obviously not a fucking running offense. Um, you Rams. have the Rams, who were not, you know, 
And even when they were who did they compete against? Yeah, I guess like the you know the Niners in the NFC Championship and and all that and like the Eagles. I wouldn't and the Eagles weren't a predominantly run team. It was balanced. Like that's balanced. I'm talking about a team that strictly is like we're going to run the ball and mix in a pass, and that's what this Ravens team is. And they're not going to win a Super Bowl doing this in the modern NFL. So it's it's tough look for Lamar. I mean, he committed. He got paid. Good for him. If he's fine, you know, having a mediocre career, he won't ever be a Hall of Famer either. I think Lamar is going to be one of the most talented quarterbacks, like both ways, running, passing, and he will never make the Hall of Fame, and he'll never win a Super Bowl. Yeah, because he's going to be misused in Baltimore because they're just going to run the ball so much. It's pretty stupid. Um, regardless, they get the dub here. It's not pretty. Tennessee makes a comeback in the second half. If it's if it's Ryan Tannehill, maybe they get the dub, but they go Malik Willis. Maybe they could have gone Will Levis. I just think Will Levis is also not good. Uh, I know, but it just like... Might you did well draft him in the second round. Throw you, him out, you got to throw him in. Throw him out. But Malik Willis outperformed him in preseason, so that's also kind of tough. Yeah, yeah all right. What's next? He's very tough. Uh, next game we'll talk about is... Uh, we'll go into the uh, first of the upsets. Um, go Niners-Browns. Um, tough look. Uh, like, here's my whole thing. We talk about Brock Purdy, and this is his very first loss in the regular season. Obviously, it was bound to happen at some point, right? My whole thing is, like, Brown's defense is very good. It was obviously it's rain- very good. It, it was raining in Cleveland. Like, it was a tough game to be. Brown's defense is so good. Brown's defense is very good. However, however, like, as a Kyle Shanahan offense, you should have had things in place to where this type of shit wouldn't have happened. Because, like, honestly, Brock Purdy, like, under a Kyle Shanahan offense with Brock Purdy as your quarterback, like, you shouldn't be losing any games ever. Like, realistically, right? Like, the Browns without their two quarterbacks. They went with P.J. Walker. They were just like, fuck it. We're just going to throw P.J. Walker out there. Because, like, we Instead don't... Instead of DTR. Yeah, because we don't have any other options right now, right? We don't have Nick Chubb, so we have Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt. Those two averaged, like, 4.5 yards per carry. Like... About, yeah. Just about, right? Yeah. Like, I, I just... Honestly, the Niners, like, obviously, everyone... 17-0 is going to be a hard stretch to hit. 17-0 is, is virtually impossible. Right. So, like, they're going to lose. And I think that's what kind of happened here. Niners is still very, very good. Um, Chris McCaffrey obviously got injured, which... Debo got injured. Debo got, got injured. Trent Williams got injured. So, you're dealing with some injuries now as far as the Niners fans goes. Um, which... I like as far as the Trent Williams goes, because um, I feel like Chris McCaffrey. Obviously, I think he's the best running back in the NFL. But Jordan Mason has been making a case for one of the best RB twos in the league. Yeah, well, you, and that's just really that's just Niners football. Yeah, exactly, it's, it's just like Miami, right? Like Devon Achan has been the best <laughs> but, running back too. In the but Mostert goes for fucking three twelve carries, hundred and something yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, and it's like okay, yeah, I mean Devon Achan can get the carries too. It's the same thing. It's just, it's just that style, right? It's the Niner style, the Dolphin style. Like it comes from the same. I mean, it's probably just fucking Kyle Shanahan at this point. But um, oh, Derek Uh-oh. Carr, Derek Carr, incomplete pass, nice. Um, oh, he's hurt. He's been hurt several times on this drive, um, but. 
you know, it's just that kind of same style of offense. The running game just kind of works off of it. Um, and then you run smart passing out of it. Right? right. And obviously McDaniel is able to use the versatility of Waddle and Hill, you know, to an insane extent. Um, but Kyle Shanahan can do the same thing with like a Debo. Um, and with an IU, who's a true wide receiver one, right? And you have a George Kittle at tight end. They're versatile players at their positions. Um, and you have a McCaffrey. It's different with those with those extra running backs. Um, it just comes from that coaching tree. But my thoughts on this game is that it makes sense because it's the NFL. And something like this just happens every I know. Time. And what, what, what's so funny to me is, like, I took the Browns. And for certain, you know, like, I thought Deshaun was going to be back. I was like, okay, at home. Snyders. Let me let me if let Deshaun me, plays, let, me, let me take a flyer on the Browns here. If Deshaun plays, I'm already down. Team. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then after the after the podcast, you came up to me and you're like, "Yeah, they're starting PJ Walker," and I was like, "Well, you know, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Can't change it." And know? then on Sunday, the Browns are running, and I remember you looking at me like, "I don't understand." <laughs> yeah, it, you don't understand, and that's why it makes the most sense, right? Like this is. Such an NFL game. A team that is so much better than the team they're playing. Finding a way to lose. Oh, my God. They score? No. 87 dropped it. I don't know who it is. Oh, get get fucking... Absolutely dropped it. Oh, he no, was that Foster Moreau? He was, oh, he beat cancer. Oh, he dropped oh, it. Look at him. No. Look at him. Look at him. Oh, no. He beat cancer oh, and then he, he dropped, dropped it. touchdown. He dropped it in the end oh, zone. Oh, no. Yep. Monroe. Mer- Moreau. Moreau. Oh no! Dropped it. He was wide open. Oh no! There's. Uh, we're not gonna make jokes about it. But uh, we support cancer, though. We do support cancer. Um, not gonna go farther. Uh, hold on. Fourth down. Hold the, on. Yeah, hold we'll on. watch this fourth down here. Hold on. Uh, Saints down by a touchdown. Fourth and goal. Twenty-five seconds left. Caught it. Incomplete pass. Uh, that is an incomplete pass. N- yeah, it's not pi. That is game. Good for Timmy picking the Jags. I feel like I'm a fucking idiot taking the Saints. I am a fucking idiot taking the Saints. Anyways, th- anyways, th- this game, this Niners-Browns game, it just makes the most sense because it's a really great team losing to a really bad team with a third-string quarterback. Like, there's nothing more to it. Like, it's a game you look at and you're like, well, that's obvious. And then, you know, the Niners lose and you go, that's the NFL. You know, fucking shit happens. Yep. Like, every every season there's games, like, multiple you know, and we'll talk about the Eagles game later. But to me, the difference here and the reason why I do think the Niners are still the best team in football is because this just feels like a off game. Whereas you look at a team like the Eagles and Raffle, I don't think you're even here, but um, if you're listening later on, it's nothing against the Eagles. They have played bad this season. And they have say, not looked good. And when good. I say bad, I don't even mean like they've looked like a bad team. I mean they don't look like how they don't the Eagles look good. should look. They right? don't look good. We're talking about a five-point win against a bad Patriots team, a two-touchdown win against a bad Vikings team, a two-touchdown win against a bad Bucks team. And the, but those two touchdowns are like not like dominant two-touchdown wins, right? A three-point win against a bad Commanders team, who the following week gave up 42 to the Bears. Uh, and then a nine-point win against the Rams, and then this loss, right? So I look at that that just track record, and I'm like, the Eagles haven't looked good. You look at the Niners, and you're like, blowout, easy win, comfortable the entire time, and then they come into this game, and you know they lose, and it's like a close game, and they probably should have won. 
I don't put much stock into the Niners losing this game. It's mm. like, oh, they're fake. It's They're a different team than I thought. No, it's, it's, it happens in the NFL. No. There's nothing really to talk about here, much other than that. Obviously the injuries. If McCaffrey's good, if Debo's good. The biggest one is Trent Williams. Um, that's really the biggest things that come out of this game. For the Browns, hey, sick, you guys got to win. That's great. Deshaun's probably back this week. Maybe nope. they can turn things around. No, I... I've heard Deshaun saying he doesn't even know if he can play this season. Well, he practiced today. Um, but we'll have to see if he goes on Sunday. But he did practice today. Um, I don't think that matters. This Brown team does not go as Deshaun goes. You know? Like, they really don't. Deshaun hasn't looked good all season. They got a win with P.J. Walker throwing two picks and no touchdowns. Like, this team goes as the defense goes. That's really all it comes down to. Um, also, bad look for the Niners drafting Jake Moody in the third round and then having him miss his first opportunity to win a game. Yeah, no, tough look. It wasn't a long field goal. Tough look. What was it, 45? Something like that. Uh, 41. Not, not a good look. It wasn't a good look. Not a good look. Uh, next game we'll go into... Uh, again. It'd be Patriots-Raiders. We'll go Patriots-Raiders. This is Patriots versus Patriots-West. Chad, know you love that. Um, but in all seriousness, um, I, I mean, this is a, it's a good win for the Raiders. But at the same time, you know, it's it's Jimmy G gets hurt. Brian Hoyer comes in uh, to, to spell him instead of Aiden O'Connell. Um, so we're probably looking at, like, that's realistically what the Raiders are doing. I know they threw out O'Connell against the Chargers, but it feels like, they did that as kind of an experiment. It went poorly. It went extremely poorly. He got sacked seven times, six by Khalil Mack, and you go, yeah, maybe this kid's not ready yet. And he's probably not, right? He's a rookie. He's a late-round draft pick. Like, you got to give that kid it, – it's a it's a s- somewhat complex offense to learn, um, although you could probably just throw the ball to Devontae or Jacoby Myers on any given play, and it probably works out for you. Um the running game is still not there. Josh Jacobs gets 25 carries, which I'm fine with. He should be getting 25 carries. Um, only gets three a carry on it, though. He, he probably should be doing a bit better than that. Um, I'm not going to put that exclusively on him. Obviously, the O-line has to do better as well. Um, but it does appear that the Raiders are going to be going Brian Hoyer in this time that Jimmy G's out. Um, you know, he got ambulanced. That's not a word, but he got sent in an ambulance to a local hospital He's doing okay, but he's probably not playing this week. Um, I don't think, at least. Uh, and again, like the Raiders defense did what they should against the Patriots. Yeah, he held in the 17. Mac Jones does go hey 24 guys, of 33. What's up, main event 957? How's your fantasy teams doing so far? That's uh, not so bad. One league, good. One league, bad. I, I and, and it's exactly what I thought going into the season, which is normally not how it happens. So I'll take it. Yeah, um, absolutely. But uh, as far as this, getting back to this game, Mac Jones goes 24 of 33, which is good. That's that's not bad numbers in the slightest, 24 of 33. But it's for 200 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. That's not good. Right? That's not good. The Raiders' defense is good when it comes to, like, pass rush, and they got some dogs on that defense. They got Marcus Peters in the secondary, right? Like, they have some other guys in the secondary – um, that you're like, okay, you know, like those guys are good. Like a Meek Robertson and like Trayvon Morig, where, where you go, okay, like those are, those are some dogs, right? Like they're going to make some plays, but they're also guys that will make mistakes. Um, and again, Marcus Peters played fine. 
nothing crazy. But when you allow Kendrick Bourne to go 10 for 89, it's not great. To be fair, the, the entire rest of the team had, like, one catch apiece, you know? So, like, it was really just Kendrick Bourne. But you could also make the argument then, maybe cover Kendrick Bourne, you know? How is Kendrick Bourne getting open for 10 catches on 11 targets? It's not good. It's not a good look. They're not, they're not looking out for him. Um, you know, and then for the Raiders, Michael Mayer finally has his, like, not pop-off game, but this is what I expect out of Michael Mayer. He's a great blocker, and he should be in there blocking for Josh Jacobs, but you, he, he's, he's mini Gronk. He's Gronk Jr. Give him the fucking ball, dude. Like, he's going to get open, and he's going to catch the ball. He runs good routes. He's reliable hands. Like, you got to use him often. Um, and especially in a Josh McDaniels offense, right? That's a Patriots adjacent offense with, when you look back at like Gronk and Aaron Hernandez days, Michael Mayer is a elite level tight end when it comes to running the, running the routes and catching the ball. Yeah. And you I got to get that kid involved more often. Like I think he's going to end up being a really good tight end. He was my number one on my board in the draft, right? It was him. And then it was, uh, oh fuck. Who's the other guy? Was it Kincaid or Laporta? It was Kincaid. Uh, Kincaid was my number two. And Kincaid hasn't been producing at all. Uh, but Michael Mayer's my number one because he blocks and he runs routes. And it's yeah, and just... for whatever reason, I'm not getting the ball to Devontae Adams either. I think that's mainly a QB issue. Uh, Jimmy G has never... He's never able... had a Devontae Adams. So he doesn't know what to do with one. <laughs> He's like, fuck, that guy's always open. Can't throw him the ball. <laughs> I'm not used to a guy being that open. Um... Again, good one for the Raiders here. Defense shows up against uh, a subpar Patriots offense still. Um, Malik Cunningham does get into the game for a snap. Doesn't do anything, right? Gets sacked, but he was in the game. Uh, but, I mean, you're allowing four yards of carry when you know Ramondre is going to be getting in there. Zeke did bust one that got called back for a holding. Um, so that's also like, I mean, it's a hold, so that, that kind of springs it. But someone else got to make, make a play, make a tackle on Zeke. Absolutely. You know. You know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's nothing else really to talk about in this game. Good for Raiders getting a win at home. Jimmy G is the biggest storyline here because he's going to be out. And, I mean, who is surprised? Nobody. Not a single soul is surprised that through six weeks of the season, Jimmy G has missed a full game and gotten hurt and is going to miss another game in week seven. And the Raiders have a chance to win that game. They absolutely Just because they're 3-3. Three and three. Zeke is available on waivers. Would you recommend I pick him up? It depends I, on who you already have at running back. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't, but it, it depends. I, uh, I I don't I don't need a Zeke, so I'm not picking him up. But if I'm desperate, I might. If you really need a running back too, or you have a shit flex spot, sure. my running backs are ass. Then yeah, well, I, who are they? And and let let us know who they are. I mean, um, either way, good good dub for the Raiders. I mean, again, they're sitting at 500 right now. Like this, it's not the best they could have asked for, and obviously there's disgruntled Devontae Adams, who should obviously be getting more than fucking five targets in a game. Um, I mean, he's their third leading receiver in targets, tied with Josh Jacobs, but behind Jacoby Myers and Michael Mayer. And of course, Jacoby Myers is going to score this game. It's a revenge game, right? Like, of course. But Devontae should still be getting fucking looks every yeah. week. And expect after these comments, I don't have the money to do it, but I want to just 
put a lot of money on Devontae over receptions. Just like Jamar Chase, 7-11. It might only be like five and a half. Like, just like Jamar Chase. Hey, 7-11, you know, like I'm always open. It's the same thing with Devontae. Uh, all right. Main event, you got Rashad White and Antonio Gibson. Yeah, no, don't pick up Zeke. Uh, no, maybe pick up Zeke. No. Not over Antonio no. Gibson and Rashad White. No, yeah, but who, who would you drop because of it? You might want something on your bench because so you got Devontae on receivers this year. You got Devontae Adams stuff on Diggs, awesome. I went. Who's it. your Who's your flex then? Yeah, who are you flexing in there? Who's your What third? do you? Did you have a third receiver, or is it shit running backs? I picked up Miles Gaskin and Chuba Hubbard on my bench. Keep Chuba Hubbard. Uh, I would take Zeke over Miles Gaskin. Yeah. Because the Rams are going to be mixing, and you genuinely don't know who's going to be getting the touches there. If it's Royce Freeman, if it's Miles Gaskin. My flex right now is Cortland Sutton. Dude, main That's event. That's okay. I'm okay with that. Main event. Yeah, but your your team's not very good. It's not. It doesn't sound great. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. That wraps it up for uh, Pager Traders. Game. All right. So yeah. uh, last game we're going to talk about that's not my game is the other upset of the week. Uh, Raffle's not here to defend the Eagles, but we're not going to shit on them. We're talking a little bit of shit. We're not going to shit on them. Uh, they didn't look great. They looked fucking bad. They looked bad. And you, here's my thing, Raffle, if you're listening to this in the future. Dude, this is what I was saying last week. I thought last week my Rams had a chance because the Eagles weren't like the Eagles. You guys aren't playing like we thought you guys might. 14 points, just defense is absolutely elite. I fucking get that. But you guys only put up like 20. Against the fucking Rams. 23. 23 against the fucking Rams. 25 against the Bucks. 25 against the Bucks. 25 against the Patriots. 25 against the Patriots? And, like, you almost lost to the Commanders. Like, you guys just aren't the Eagles this season. I'm not saying you guys are bad. I'm not saying you guys are a bad team. But you guys are not playing like you guys should be. Every week, I feel more justified in comparing them to the Vikings from last year. It's not a good look, Raffle. It, it's like you're such an elite level team. But then again, I feel bad doing it because I'm like, but you're better than last year's Vikings. You are. But you're playing like last you year's Vikings. You guys are playing like like last year's Vikings went 14-3. and three. You're- There's no reason for them to go 14-3. and three. You guys, like the Eagles right now are 5-1. and one. You guys could easily be 3-3. Three and three. Yeah, they very easily, easily be 3-3. Three and three. Like, be very happy you guys are five and one right now, because you guys do not look like a five yeah. and one team. The 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 Patriots game week one, you did not play to your levels. You turned the ball over late, and you got not not lucky, but like Belichick made some poor decisions coaching wise. Um, guys snuck out of that one. Beating the Vikings by six, that's a bad Vikings team. The Bucks game, sure, prime time. You guys won by two touchdowns. You guys had that game kind of in control most of the time. I'll give you, definitely give you that one. But that Commanders game, coming down to the wire. Bad look. Going to overtime. Very bad And the look. only thing that saved you against the Rams is your D-line. It's like the only thing that saved you. It was big, though. They were Your D-line is... As far as Eagles go, Eagles D line is the best in the league. Like we're not gonna mess around. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna mess around and say someone else's. I them think and it, the Niners. I think. That's I it. think it is the Eagles. Uh, the Niners just ed- with how complete they are. So yeah, Niners edge rushers. I take over the Eagles edge rushers. Oh, okay. But, we, we got Kyle's picks. Okay. 
Niners edge rushers, I take over the Eagles edge rushers, but complete D line, definitely Eagles. Because that nose tackle situation with Jalen Carter, different. Jalen Carter maker. is different. Difference maker. So, yeah, I agree with you 100% on that. Overall D-line, i definitely take the Eagles. Uh, what I think is crazy, like I said, Aaron Rodgers was throwing passes. He's um, going to be back in like four <laughs> weeks, dude. <laughs> I think – so people are people are sitting here talking about, like, let's let's look at maybe Aaron Rodgers back for the playoffs. I think he we could, back regular season. I think we could see Aaron Rodgers in week, like, 12. So they, their bye week is oh, – let me look at the picks spreadsheet. Um – the Jets' bye week is, oh, it's this week, week seven. I still think we could see Aaron Rodgers by week 12. So they have a bye week this week. And then they go Giants, Chargers, Raiders. He might be back for, like, Bills or Dolphins. Like, Thanksgiving Day. Or day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> he might be back for the I, Dolphins. I agree. Dude, and that's a month would, from now. That would be the most... <laughs> Ridiculous! A, a, a three-month turn, not even like a two and a half-month turnaround from a tor- a ruptured Achilles. A ruptured Achilles. Like we talk about sports, like Paul Pierce, he got he got wheelchaired off because he shit his pants. That's what he says. Well, he shit. You wouldn't say you shit your pants. No, I think he, I think he says he shit his pants because he was ashamed that he couldn't even walk on it like Kobe did and shoot free throws, but. You know, I I digress. Kobe shot free throws on it, right? Yeah, ruptured Achilles, yeah. yeah. Clay came out off a of torn ACL and shot free throws too. Right, right. You know, yeah. like, that's fair. But they then missed, like, you know, that's shooting free throws and then they left. No. This is Aaron Rodgers in, like, three months. He's no, like, I'm, I'll no what I'm saying is, like, football. this is, like, ridiculous. Like this is stupid. We thought, like, that's what I'm saying. We thought players, like, going and shooting free throws on Rupert Achilles yeah. was cool. Think about some dude three about after. to go run around in the pocket. Take licks from a fucking... He doesn't have a great old line. <laughs> He's, He's going to get lit up the first game he comes back. And it'll pop up and be like, let's go again. I can't wait for it to happen. But I'm also terrified of it happening. I if Aaron Rodgers comes back, Aaron Rodgers might win a Super Bowl. He might win comeback player of the year the same year he went out. As long as he takes it away from <laughs> From DeMar Hamlin. <laughs> deserved. It's deserved. Yeah, if if Aaron Rodgers plays at all off of, off of that. He deserves a fucking... I actually made your picture for your seat. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, again, th- this Eagles team so far this season has looked like the Vikings last year, where it's just like th- this team that is winning games. The expectations were different, right? No one expected the Vikings to be as good as they were last year. And then, obviously, they got to playoffs and lost to the fucking Giants. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, that's the team that yeah. we all expected. Right. But they kept winning games, and you were like, this is weird. It's the opposite with the Eagles, where you're like, this is an elite-level team, and then they keep winning these games, and you're like, why is it so close, though? Right. But why are you not doing better? Like, you should be. So it's going to be very interesting. They averaged less than four yards a carry. Jalen Hurts to the leading rusher with 47 yards. The rest of the team, 14 total carries. This was a close game the entire time. Why were you not running? Why did Jalen Hurts throw the ball 45 times? I don't know. Why are you not running the ball? This is that same thing where it's like whether whether you're playing – and they weren't playing from behind. 
They were always playing with the lead. Why are you not running the ball more? Your team is built to run the ball. Whether it's Jalen Hurts or DeAndre Swift or Kenneth Gainwell or Boston Scott or an end around for Devontae Smith or whoever the fuck. Run the ball. Why are you throwing the ball 45 times? Tool will win comeback player, I think, if he stays healthy. That's not a bad... Oh, it's Kyle. <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. God damn he's it. Fucking idiot. No, he's got a good point. No. He's got a good point. How many games did Tua miss last year? A lot. Like half the year. Uh, how do you think the Lakers will do this year? That's my team. Main Good. event. Um, I'm a Lakers fan, obviously. Um, not obviously. He played 13 of the 17 games. I think year. the Lakers will be way better than they were last year. Um, you can't win comeback off of four missed games. You can, and the NFL's stupid. That's we know stupid. that. It's not um, I think the Lakers will be fourth in the West, third. Um, but I do think that LeBron, with LeBron and AD on our side, I think we make a push for the finals. Yes, I agree, 100%. Um, okay, finish off on this game. Again, going back to that Niners game. Niners yeah, but he almost to... died and was drooling the rest of the season. <laughs> almost died. Yeah, but DeMar actually died. DeMar actually died. So, not as impressive. Um, Jalen Hurts didn't look great. He shouldn't be throwing the ball 45 times, though. Period. No. Um, and, and again, this is a Jets team that didn't have Sauce Gardner or Michael They're pretty Carter. incredible. Kyle, I like, I love that you're tuning in, but it's just, you could be here. Came back from brain damage. That's great. Uh, you know, he learned how to fall. That's impressive. Um, anyways, last point I want to make on this is, again, the Jets were missing Sauce Gardner and Michael Carter. So they were missing their top two corners. Jalen Hurts threw the ball 45 times for 280 yards, one pick, one touchdown, three picks. Yeah. That's the issue. No. They, yeah. it, and, again, I'm not saying Jalen Hurts isn't a good quarterback. I'm just saying he has to perform better, but at the same time, you should be running the ball more than 22 times in a game when it's – like I, I get it wasn't working amazing for you. DeAndre Swift should be getting better than 1.8 yards per carry. And that's one carry for nine yards, so he went nine for nine. He was getting a yard a carry, right? That's not good in the slightest. The O-line's got to be better. I get the Jets have a good D-line. Hurts should be lighting up that secondary, but he wasn't. You were playing with a lead most of that game. You got to dominate in the pass. You got to dominate in the running game. That's all it is. You got to dominate the run game. You're one of the best teams in the league, and it's built on the run. It's got to be there. That's all I have to say about that. I do think the Eagles bounce back this week, though. I do. Last game we'll talk about is Cowboys Chargers. Uh, so season's over for the Chargers. Um, <laughs> we're two and three. We hypothet- You already had your bye week. Hypothet- yeah, we already. Yeah, that's the worst part. We already had the bye week, and we lost off of it. To the Cowboys at home. That's <laughs> abysmal. That's you are bad. Chargers are pissing Kyle off. Uh, you? <laughs> God, dude. I wish I wasn't a fan and they were pissing me off. This is, it's so hard to fucking watch, man. I mean, this, uh, I don't even know what to say anymore. It's just late game execution over and over and over again. No, it's bad coaching. Well, this one's on Herbert. This loss is on Herbert. Now, I'll be fine saying that. He missed Keenan Allen on a wide open, like, would have been a fucking, probably maybe a touchdown, would have been like a 50-yard game regardless. 
Um, missed him. Missed uh, Austin Eckler for a touchdown. <laughs> Bless you. Missed Austin Eckler for a touchdown <coughs> later in the or earlier in the game. Bless you. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry. He just didn't look on. And then on the last drive of the game, I could have told you the Cowboys are blitzing. And on back-to-back drives, he took a sack, or on back-to-back plays, he took a sack and then threw an awful pass because he wasn't ready for the blitz. And the, the, the Cowboys aren't lining up seven guys on the line and not blitzing. I would say Flyco. Um, I hope it's a bit turbulent, but nothing crazy. Uh, it was, it was just like so hard to watch Herbert just not make the right fucking plays. Missing throws because he, he was late on it. Missing wide open guys. Obviously, Keenan came through in the clutch and like made some big plays. But overall, it was just like, eh, you know, kind of hurts. I'm still pissed at the fact that we drafted Quentin Johnson over Jordan Addison because he would have made a difference in this game. Quentin Johnson still can't get fucking playing time because he's not good. It's an awful draft pick. I hated it when we drafted him, and I'll hate it for the next 10 years when Jordan Addison is lighting it up for the Vikings. As a, as a number two receiver. Remember, like, man, that'd be crazy if we had him as a number one and have Mike Williams as a deep ball guy. Yeah. And just let Mike Williams be a deep ball guy and let Addison be your number one receiver. That would have been fucking nice. Instead, here we are, and it's like Quentin Johnson, who is not good and won't be on the... He won't be on the... I will say it right now. Quentin Johnson won't be on the Chargers in three years. He's going to get cut because he's not good. Yeah, maybe. That would be my expectations. Look at this game. The Chargers just keep losing close games. Our, our three losses on the year are by two points, three points, and three points. You got to find a way to win those games. That's not even a fucking question. Our two wins are by four points and a touchdown against the Raiders with a rookie late-round draft pick. You guys aren't good. We're not good. You guys are terrible. We're bad. We're it's very bad. bad. I'd like to get rid of Staley now and just start over. And go get me the enemy in the offseason and let him be the head coach and let him let Herbert cook and go get me a, a better receiver as instead of Quentin Johnson to replace Keenan Allen eventually. Get rid of Joey Bosa and let's fucking cook. Get me a better corner as well. Let's fucking cook. But right now, looking at this team, I'm like, the O-line's good and they played bad against the Cowboys. The receiving core, minus Mike Williams, is literally just Keenan Allen at this point. Austin Eckler is in his first game back, so he's getting worked back in. That's fine. The D-line is, is fine, but fuck Joey Bosa. I don't care about his him. Get his contract off the books. The secondary's bad. They they showed that late in this game. They couldn't fucking cover Brandon Cooks or Michael Gallup. Not a good look. Very bad look. And I know CD went 7 for fucking, what, 107? 117. 7 for 117. Jackson bad. He's not on the team. This guy hasn't gone? Yeah, we traded the Patriots like two weeks ago. You traded him back? Yeah. For a seventh round pick. Yes. He, he wasn't going to play. Uh, he didn't want to play. He's bad. Locker room cancer. Good luck in New England. Oh. Okay. Um, but regardless, he did play decent against Devontae, but not really. Um, I don't care. Get his contract off the books. It was a bad signing in the first place, obviously. I loved it when it happened, and then after last year, I was like, that was bad. 
Yeah. That's on us. That's on me. That's on everybody. Everybody thought that was good. <laughs> it didn't turn out to be good. That's okay. Shit like that happens. But like the Joey Bosa thing, I'm like, get him out because he's just hurt all the time and he right. hasn't been producing. And so, oh, he had two sacks in one game. Oh, okay. And he has had none since then. And our rookie has been getting pressures on every fucking snap. Get Joey Bosa's contract off the books. Go sign a receiver. Go sign a good corner that's not J.C. Jackson. <laughs> like, it's hard with corners. But, like, you, there's there's improvements to be made. Either way, I look at this team and I'm just like, all right, you know what? Like, there's there's a lot to be improved on. Um, number one, give me a coach that's going to tell Justin Herbert to stop doing commercials. Uh, and that's going to actually be an offensive-minded guy. And then just get a defensive coordinator and just be like, do your thing. I'm not going to interject. I'm going to stay out of it. Just do your thing. Like Andy Reid. I'm going to I'm gonna get a fucking defense coordinator, and I'm just going to let them do their thing. And I'll take control of the offense. And, yeah, we have an offensive coordinator, but, like, I'm going to be calling the plays. Right. You know? Um, right. And the defense is the defense. Yeah. You guys do your fucking thing. You know? Uh, I'm not going to interject. And that's what we need. Whereas Brandon Staley was a defensive coordinator, and our defense has sucked ever since he came in. And he was a great defensive coordinator well, he was great. for the Rams. He was great when he had Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and Bobby Wagner. Well, not Bobby Wagner, but... I don't even think he had Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, he did. Mm. Was last year, the first year, as Brandon Staley's head coach? No, this is his third year. Yeah. You guys had Jalen Ramsey for three years. Two. So overlap would be that last year. Yeah. When you guys had like one of the best defenses in the league, and that's what got Brandon Staley a head coaching job. Yeah. 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 And, then and now he sucks. <laughs> Once Brandon Staley left, we got rid of him. Defense was still fine, and our defense has been the worst in the league since he became our head coach. So. Consistently ranks bottom f- like two or three against the run and the pass since he became that. No, we've had, we've had Raheem Morris, and he's been good, and he's going to also For be a head two coach. Years. The last oh. two years and this year. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, Brandon Staley, defense coordinator, not a good defensive coach. Um, Raheem Morris won the Super Bowl with the Rams, not Brandon Staley. Even worse look for us. Yes. Either way. <laughs> I don't like Brandon Staley. I want him gone. I want a, an actually offensive-minded coach. I want a better re- number two receiver <laughs> slash number one receiver. Um, and I want – like like whoever – like that receiver can be a number two that turns into a number one. Right. Right, when Keenan Allen's gone. Um, and I want better corners. And that's it. I'm fine with everything else, right? Well, we also need a better mic, but is what it is. You know, the pass rush is fine. Like the, the, everything Mike's backs are hard to find. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, it, that, it is what that, it is. That's a tough thing. This team's got a long way to go, though. Um, but it starts with the fact that we should not be losing to the Cowboys at home as uh, by three um, when the Cowboys are coming off like a 20-plus point loss or 30-plus point loss to the Niners. Um, I'm scared for this week against the Chiefs. Will we play them close? Yes. Will we lose? Yes. Will it be by less than three? Yes. You never know. That would be my prediction. I'm picking the Chargers, and I'll say that right now. And I'll predict the final score of that game is 27-24. Could be. And I, 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 when that happens, is that going to be 27-24, or we're going to lose by 30? So, can't wait for fucking Sunday afternoon. All right, let's go ahead and go into standings. We're going to standings. Uh, this week, Timmy fucking lit it up. 
Best week of the season, 13-2. and two. Every game you pick different, you won. Literally. Uh, took the Commanders over the Falcons. Took the Browns over the Niners. Oh, the only one you didn't was you took the Bucks over the Lions. But then you also took the Cowboys over the Chargers, and then the fourth one would have been Texans over Saints. So in the four differences, you went three and one. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's not bad. Well, I'm sorry. You had five differences and went four and one? Something like that. Had to be because you won three games. So it would have been Commanders, Browns, Texans, Cowboys. Yeah, so you won those four and then lost the Lions game. That's great. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, 13 and 2. Kyle and I both go 10 and 5. Kyle and I have all the same picks? No, you said. Usually Kyle, you guys Kyle always I, have one Kyle difference. Kyle and I had all the same picks because we have the same record. Okay. And there's no differences. <laughs> so, uh, very interesting. Um, great for Timmy. He That brings the overall standings uh, to, I'm still in, the, in first place at 64 and 29. Kyle's still in second place at 60 and 33, but Tim makes up some ground. He's at 57 and 36. So I'm four games ahead of Kyle. Kyle's three games ahead of Tim. Okay. And we have Kyle's picks. And we have Kyle's picks. Uh, starting tonight off, fucking Thursday night, I took the Saints. Kyle took the Saints. I feel like an idiot. I took the Jags. I'm already one up. Yeah, you're already one up. That's great for Timmy. He's already got a game on Kyle and myself. <laughs> Again, I feel like a fucking idiot for it. Um, kick off the Sunday slate. We don't got any uh, Europe games this week. So it's a regular kickoff week. Uh, starting at 10 o'clock, we got Raiders Bears. I'm taking the Raiders. I want to go... I got to look at Kyle's picks. He has the Raiders. I want to go Raiders as well. Okay, so we are all in agreement there. Then we get Browns-Colts. Um, I'm taking the Browns. Kyle's taking the Browns. I'll go Colts. The Minshew show. Uh, Deshaun, I don't know if he plays or not. I just trust the Browns' defense more than anything. Uh, we get Bills-Patriots. We all have to take the Bills there. Yep. There's not a question about that. Uh, oh, I fucking misspelled Bills twice. Nice. Uh, Commanders, Giants. Commanders. Uh, Kyle's also got the Commanders there. I got Commanders. Yeah. Uh, Giants, bad. Uh, Falcons, Bucks. I'm taking the Falcons. Kyle is taking the Bucks. Nothing uh, Nothing because of the Falcons. It's because of the, it's because of the Bucks that I'm taking the Falcons. I'm taking the Bucks. I need that one. I need that one bad. Uh, <laughs> this was my toughest one. <laughs> This was my game I couldn't decide. Oh, yeah. Kyle takes the Lions over the Ravens. Yeah. It's, 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 so, it's so tough for yeah, me. It's it so is. fucking yeah, it difficult. Is. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Take the Lions. I got to go Ravens. Uh, and the Ravens will probably win uh, because of that. But I... I'm going to the Seahawks. Just give me the Seahawks. They've just been too fucking... <laughs> ah, the Ravens. The Ravens have. Uh, well, the Rams game is next. Okay, I'll go I, Rams. I got Rams. Kyle's got Rams. You got Rams. Okay. Uh, Cardinal Seahawks. I'm going Seahawks. You're going Seahawks. Kyle's going Seahawks. Awesome. Uh, and that has nothing to do with like shit on the Cardinals. It's just I think I think the Cardinals are doing tanking right, is what I think. Um, Packers Broncos got the Packers. Kyle's got the Packers. You got. I have Broncos. Interessante. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chargers Chiefs. Yeah, I know you both got the Chiefs, right? Uh, yeah, you both got the Chiefs. Don't don't lie. I got the Chargers, and I'll take the L, and that's fine. Um, 
Now, fuck you. Give me the Chargers. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I, I appreciate you. I really... Let's go. Dude, I'd love to fuck Kyle there. Let's um, go. Dolphins-Eagles. I got the Eagles. I got the Dolphins. I thought you said you were on the Eagles. Really? Fuck the Eagles. Right. Fuck them. Fuck. fuck you, Raffle, you fucking dumb cunt bitch. Okay. Uh, interesting. Uh, my, what, what did Kyle take? Took the Eagles. Um, yeah. I took the Eagles because immediately, yeah. following, immediately following that loss, like Jalen Hurts, Jason Kelsey, and like... Oh, there we go. We're going to make them up for it. No. Oh, we're going we're gonna to work hard. No, they, they did stand up in front of the team and were like, this is... you. We fucking suck. You guys need to be better. Everyone needs to be better. Yeah, and I, I appreciate leadership. They have like not played anyone like the Dolphins yet. No, they haven't. But I think that leadership... Um, and I do think this Eagles team is good. They just haven't been playing to that level that they can. Um, and I do think it's going to change this week. And I think they're going to kind of switch it. Flip. If they don't flip a switch this week and show the team they can be, they don't make a run. This is a, this is a deciding game for me. If this if this game, like they get run by the Dolphins, that's the Eagles season. I don't think they make a run in the playoffs. Yeah, fair enough. I, they got um, the Niners on Monday. Yeah, Niners on Monday. Um, Sunday night is... Game of the week. Um, yeah. And then Niners-Vikings. If the Niners don't smoke the Vikings also responding off a loss, I'd be shocked. Um, those are our picks for week seven. Um, I don't have fantasy boom and bust. I don't either. Yep. Kyle's usually the one that has it prepared. I do have two booms, two busts. I have... What do you got? I'm trying to decide. I'll go two and two as well. Kick it off. All right. Uh, first boom for me uh, is going to be the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, that's fair. I'm curious why. They have 37 draft picks. picks. In the next like four years. In the next seven years. 15 first round picks and 22 second round picks in the next seven years. Um, two first round picks a year. Plus one. 2.2, you could say. Uh, that is huge. Uh, That's twice as much as you're supposed to. Have. <laughs> the Thunder should be able to find a couple of diamonds in the rough. Easily. In, in that time period. Easily they'll find diamonds in the rough. They already and got Chet Holgren. They got Shai Gillis. They also, yes, they have Shea at point who is... A stud? He's, he's an all-star. He's an all-NBA level point guard. Chet, who could... Is probably maybe wins rookie of the year. Probably not because Shea's there. Um, I think Shaden Sharp probably wins rookie of the year because he's got no one else to score. So they got but, Shaden Sharp. No, no, no. That in in uh, no. Oh. I, I was saying Chet Holmgren could compete for rookie of the year. I was gonna say I didn't know Shaden Sharp no, no. was on the Thunder. No, no, no. I thought that was they got, crazy. They got I was Shea, like, oh my god. Yeah, Shea at the point. You got Chet Holmgren at the big, who's gonna be a rookie of the year contender. You have Jalen Williams. You have guys like Luke Dort. Like they just have guys all over the court that just compete. And are scrappy guys, and then yeah, you have fifteen first round picks in the next seven years, and you're going to be able to find probably some diamonds in the rough, but also, I mean, it's first round talents. Some of those guys are just going to be good role players, and you're going to be fine. And as a few years go on, you can convince a star player to come sign. Yeah, right. That's going to happen, and it's like it's going to be not the same thing as Harden, Russ, and KD. When you look at it, and you're like, we got Shea at point. Got Chet down low, stretch the floor, modern big. Jalen Williams on the wing, get another like get an actual star to play alongside those guys, could vastly change the West, especially with whatever 
Jokic does and decides and how long the Suns run is, how long the Warriors stick around. Like, the West in two or three years is going to be the Thunders, I think. Yeah. I, I agree with you 100% on that. Yeah. Uh, first boom? My first boom dying. Uh, <laughs> okay. DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. He got his number retired in the back of the Bills ambulance. Okay. Booing. Damian Harris got ambulanced off the field and using again as a verb, he got ambulanced off the field on Sunday night. And there was a number three on either window for that ambulance. And it'll probably be there forever. Goes to show you you don't have to be good at football to get your number retired. You Boom. could just die. You could just die on the field. On the field. Yeah. And your number is still immortalized. Absolutely. I don't think anyone's gonna wear three after Mar Hamlin for the Bills. And he doesn't even play. He was like before he, he was, was he was okay. He was okay. That was bad. But he wasn't good. No, he was never good. That's the thing. It's crazy. But dude, number on the back of the ambulam? It's crazy. <laughs> ambulam. That's crazy. Ambulam. That's what Oh, crazy. I'm gonna use that. Ambulam. Um yeah, so boom to dying, as long as you don't actually die. All Tim, right. second boom. Books with butts. Books with butts. Okay. I don't know what that means. Books that show pictures. Oh, pictures of butts. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Books with butts are allowed back in uh, Katie ISD. Um, Katie ISD? I don't know what that means. However, it's children's school. Popular children's children. Popular children's titles like No David and Wacky Wednesday were previously removed from district shelves for showing nudity, a.k.a. the butts. Boo. Like this. Oh, nudity. Dude, fuck off. You know what I mean? But children's picker books... <laughs> oh. Starting to slur. <laughs> um, but they're back, in, they're back in action. Hell yeah, they are. So, booming... To Books with butts. Booming books with butts. My second boom is going to be Coach Pop. Uh, so the Las Vegas Aces did win the WNBA Finals. Pop. Yep. As in? Popovich. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Las Vegas Aces did win uh, the WNBA Finals last night. Um, their second consecutive. First team to repeat since 2021. Or sorry, 2001. Uh, first team to repeat since 2001. That's not, that's really. not long. <laughs> uh, yeah, first team to repeat since 2001. Only took them having like f- you know six All Stars and three MVPs, um, but they did it. Um, very tough for them. Um, regardless, they get the dub. You know, it's not like surprising. Everyone expected them to win. Um, but Becky Hammond's their head coach. She's been the head coach two years. She's got two Finals wins. Coach Pop after the game. After his preseason game for the Spurs, that happened at the same time, came out, and the first thing he said in his press conference was like, we have to talk about the Aces. We got to talk about them, dude. Because Becky Hammond used to be an assistant for the Spurs. And Pop said he genuinely considered getting tossed from their preseason game immediately just to watch the the Aces game. To watch his, his former coach. And listen, whatever. That's a great former employer. Regardless of what you want to say, you're an assistant coach, and your former boss is like, I will literally get tossed from my game to watch you win a championship. That's elite level status. That is. He's a great that, boss. Yeah. He's a great coach, right? And he doesn't take bullshit. He's a very straightforward guy. I love Coach Pop just as a, as a coach in general. 
but as a former employer, especially of like, I it's preseason. Who fucking cares? I'll watch you win a championship and root for you and support you. That's fucking elite level. I wish I had a boss like that. Very true. I think everyone wishes they have a boss like that. Very true. What's your first bust? First bust is going to be uh, Alexander Ovechkin. That's fair. He was held shotless in consecutive games for the first time in his career. Shotless. He wasn't even able to take a shot. That's bad. Ovechkin getting a little bit old up there. Uh, still one of the greatest to ever do it. However, big bust. Yeah, that's fair. My first bust going to be regular season wins in MLB. Three teams in the MLB had 100-plus wins this season. They went a combined 1-9 and nine in the postseason. Wasn't a good look. Bad. It wasn't not, a good not look. even not good. That's bad. You're, that's that's really awful. Bad. That's a very awful showing. Well, last week I had Moogie Betts and Freddie Freeman. Mm-hmm. One for like twenty one. Yeah. Great offensive performance in the regular season though. Weren't able couldn't carry it over in postseason. A lot of it maybe with the long layoffs. With wild card issues. Mm-hmm. Maybe that comes into play in this offseason with conversations. Who knows? Uh, you never know. But yeah, apparently winning in the regular season, fucking pointless. Doesn't mean shit. Literally means nothing, apparently. So, get fucked. Uh, what's your second and final bust? Um, Antonio Brown. Yeah. He's back. As a bust. As a bust. He's been a bust multiple times. Uh, but he got arrested <laughs> in uh, Broward uh, County for allegedly failing to play or pay child support. Again? Yeah, and then he like just never does. And this is his, uh, this is his, uh, god damn his picture mugshot. Oh my god, yeah, that looks like a B. So for those of you that are wondering, yeah, that guy. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. Oh my god, just bad. Antonio Brown uh, used to be one of the greatest wide receivers in the NFL. Uh, really turned his career around. Even if he like stopped playing and was just a silent, silent dude, like he he would have a good chance at getting into the uh, Hall of Fame. Yes, with just his resume. Yeah, like but the, now the, like, he'll five six year stretch of him being the best receiver, not even close. Yeah, yeah. And now he'll just never get in because he's such. He, he's got issues. He's got issues. I mean, we'll, he's, he's got, got a lot of CT. A lot. And it's Vontae's Man, purpose. I can't it's wait. It's Vontae's it, it, fault. It sounds really awful. I can't <clears throat> wait for his brain scan. I, I don't It's going to be so much gray matter. Like, fucking just... It's going to be all gray. And they're going to go, fuck. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, this guy had problems. And they're going to go, man, we should have gotten this guy help. Like, he wasn't screaming for help every day of his uh, life. I think his hairdo right there in that mugshot is screaming for help. His hairdo, his act, uh, every one of his actions. The golf swing that golf we saw? Swing. Yeah. That's screaming for help. He's fucked up. He's fucked up. And everyone's just like, yeah, I know, but he's fine. Oh, it's always so Antonio Brown. No, he and needs some help. And then he'll die, and they'll scan his brain, and they'll be like, this guy was really fucked up. And everyone's going to go, oh, you think? Right. What led you to that conclusion? It's a bad look. For Your final bust. Yeah. My final bust, oh, I'm torn between two, but I'm going to go with the NCAA. Um, the NCAA is my bust, because... Um, there are two teams currently that are undefeated. I forget the other team, but the one I want to talk about is James Madison University. Six and zero. Oh. 
Okay. How many wins you got to have to be bowl eligible? Six. Yep. Got through six games. They can't play in a bowl game. Because they are still technically transitioning from the FCS to the FBS. They went from Division Two to Division One. Oh, okay. But it's their second year in the FBS, and they're six and zero. But they're technically, by NCAA standards, still in the transition period. Well, if they go twelve and zero, do they just give them a bowl game? Nope. They revisited it because they're six and zero, and the NCAA said it's great. They're six and zero. They still can't play a bowl game. Hmm. Get fucked. There's going to be a fucking 6-6 six and six team that gets in. And here's me thinking the NCAA is starting to do no, things, right? because they still don't want to pay players. Like, they, they still don't want to play, pay athletes. Like, even, like, they were still fighting, like, how much guys are getting paid and, like, all. Like, they still don't want it to happen. The president of the NCAA, Mark Emmer, like, they, they still aren't on board with it. They just can't keep fighting it because it's been overturned by, like, the Supreme Court. And they're like, well, I guess we have to let them get paid now. But, like, we'll still fuck teams over. And it's like, just fucking, I don't know. Like, they're upholding old-ass rules. Right. Because they're old rules. Like, well, no, that's the standard. And it's like, right. And it's a different era. Right. And that team is 6-0. and And maybe they don't go 12-0. and Maybe they go 10-2, and 11-1. and And they don't get a bowl game, period. But you're going to give a team that's 7-5. Hi, Hi Darnell. You're going to give a team at seven and five. You're going to give a team at six and six a bowl game that would play James Madison and lose by forty. And you're going to give that team a bowl game instead when James Madison has earned it. But because of the stupid fucking transition, it's their second year too. Why is the transition longer than one? Why is there a ban on being bowl eligible when transitioning? If you went from a worse standard, like a worse league, to a better league. And you are still good. Why can't you play in a bowl game? You made it harder on yourself and still did good. Why can't you? Why is that even a rule? Yeah. None of it makes any sense. The NCAA is like, no, but it's a rule, so we have to uphold it. It's like, yeah, but it's a stupid rule. And like, yeah, but it's a rule that we made 60 years ago. We can't change those. So it's dumb. Bust the NCAA. Figure your shit out. Fix your shit. Get with the times. Give James Madison a bowl game. That's all I got to say. Hey, appreciate you guys tuning in for episode 153. Uh, if you guys do tune in to the Twitch, next week will be on Tuesday night uh, because I'm leaving. However, uh, appreciate you guys as always tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, like Timmy said, make sure you guys are t- on Tuesday next week. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, it'll be live on Wednesday. Um, should be a great time. We're going to be talking uh, UFC 294 recap. Shouldn't be too in depth, I don't think. Um, I mean, the main events. Bunch of Russians were, winning. Most of Russian wins. Oh fuck, dude! A uh, bunch of Russians winning. Uh, and then uh, yeah, we're going to be doing a little uh, NBA preview uh, and then regular football talk as always. It should be a great time. Kyle will be back, so it should be a fun episode. But we'll see you guys next week. Peace out.